Welcome back to episode 13 of Beyond the Ratnaranzis, where we will resume our fun in the Antarctic. I declare this is the lucky episode. This is the lucky episode for everyone who's not... Why do you have to say that? Because I like tempting fate. That isn't tempting fate, that's teabagging. Hmm. We've got to teabag something. Well, last we left... <laughs> Garbage disposal. <laughs> <laughs> Well, last we left our adventuresome party, <coughs> RJ, Carl, and Dr. Barnard, who would be nice to be played by a jar of soured cream. <laughs> <laughs> a fitting metaphor. Jonathan's not here, and the sour cream is in his place, so. <coughs> what do you think, Doctor? I think it's sour to the idea. <laughs> oh, there's no need to be so. And that's the theme of the evening set. (laughs) Anyway, those three were at Lake's camp, where they had just completed their initial survey. And now we all die. And were now sleeping and resting before RJ is due to head off towards (coughs) the base camp to bring in more equipment. And Carl will be staying behind here at Lake's camp with Professor Moore and the scientists to begin excavating the... I, I feel the need to make sure everything is secured properly and thus need to go back with Dodger. Now Gunnar is there. He's got everything under hand control. I pull rank Gunnar. <laughs> Professor Moore pulls rank. He wants you here. Professor Moore doesn't need to know. Yes. Can we XP up? Oh yeah. We should have done that before we started recording. We should have. We should have. Oh well. We were eating chili. Well, you get a bus- behind the scenes look at the process. It's mm. not that great. <laughs> anyway, I'll carry on with the uh, bit of a recap because, you know... Um, Terran Wright and Mandalay, Starkweather and Nils successfully reached the top of Mount Nansen. First human beings in the history of the world to climb this mountain in a hot air balloon. Victory! Climb? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, with quotation Definitely that's a bit of an energetic... First and last, because it's a dumb first. (laughs) Surely, as a pilot, you should appreciate our use of uh, climb in this manner. They then crashed whilst returning to the snow plane after Mandalay passed out from hypoxia. And uh, everyone is fine. Nils has a broken wrist. Uh, Mr. Mandalay has been confined to bed for the next couple of days. And so has Mr. Kenneth who has had his uh, bed Sweet moved next sleep. to Mr. Mandalay's Aww. to keep him company. <laughs> Why don't we do a whole bunch of other arbitrary first, like, I don't know, the first to parachute into Antarctica while holding an ocelot? Excellent idea, Mandalay. I volunteer you for this noble first in human history. Dr. Green informed you we don't have time to get an ocelot. Besides, yeah. <laughs> so someone did it last week. <clears throat> anyway, level up your ticks, and then we can begin the game in earnest. I can't want to level up my tickets, it's already making me feel sick. Uh, <laughs> aircraft maintenance. Uh, uh, got to roll over, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, it's 76, I rolled 82. Oh, not goes up. Two. Hot air balloon, do you go up? No, you do not. <laughs> Wait, no, that's the wrong dice, so I get to roll again. Yeah, roll in D20s. Yes, it does. Okay, I rolled 66 from 40. You get nine points to your hot air ballooning. Yeah. And navigate, it's 65, I rolled 85. Oh, that's quite good. Shame we're never using the hot air balloon again. The hot air balloon's fine, except for some broken ropes. Yeah, but I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to agree to drive it again. Six. It's fine as long as you don't pass out. 
Six, um, okay, thank you. Painting, 60, I have 79. Uh, if you roll, roll, if you roll, over cow. If you roll your skill, it doesn't go up, right? It goes up by one. Oh, okay. I got aircraft. Uh, pilot aircraft went up by one. Pull of survival, mm. thirty. I rolled fifty-nine. Spot hidden does not go up. Five. Mm. So while you're dreaming, <laughs> uh, it's not tipped. Oh yeah, you failed. Um, it's a little bit ticked. I mean, it could be. It could go either way. Do you want me to roll it? Or yes. Not? I can't. I didn't listen to the thing to the this week. I can't remember whether you did. So or I that. can't remember either. But it, is, it does look a little ticked. Uh, oh, <laughs> doesn't go up. <laughs> you had a nap. <laughs> Let me just just uh, goes up by seventy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then it rolls back around and comes out at about high. eleven. So that's that's good. Um, I beat my polo survival by five. Goes up by four. Oh yeah, I did polo survival, didn't I? Hope you did. I think most of us did. I just didn't, I haven't ticked it. Um, ah, that old one. I rolled a two. Doesn't go up. Which you can roll it again though, because you did it like a bajillion times. Sorry, there was chili and tortilla chips, so there'll be lots of crunching in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> My navigator's 84, I rolled 99. Well, it still goes up. Mm-hmm. Five, six. I'm Andrew. Wait, that puts it to 90, right? Mm-hmm. Get five sanity points back. Woohoo! <laughs> what? What did? What is that? He's, He's got a skill 90. over 90. Oh, nice. You I get five sanity that. points back. He doesn't have a skill over 90. 90 or above. So be pedantic. I'm not being pedantic. I'm pointing out that what you said was wrong. Don't bait the GM. Which possibly is a definition of pedantic. Or, you know, right. Or suicide whilst you're flying <laughs> across the Antarctic in an airplane. Cheerfully withdrawn. My paleontology of 01 got 37. Hey, you, 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 you <laughs> go up by 7. I know you're the GM and everything, but if you jiggle that leg one more time, I will cut your tendons. That's so much better. No, I moved it so I could jiggle it. Oh, uh, is everyone leveled up? Yes? Yeah, I don't have anything else to yeah. level up. <clears throat> Ooh, sausage. That's what she Stop said. putting sausage in Ashley's mouth, yeah. I bribed him with sausage. <laughs> the Twitter really came out well in that. Did everyone get enough in there? Yeah. Never. Never enough. Yeah, it was good. Anyway, we will start with Tenant Knight, who will put his non-existent smartphone away. It's a figment of my imagination. Uh, uh, Mandalay. Hand it over here and I'll make it a figment of your imagination. Mandalay, no. you are in the infirmary at the barrier camp. Dr. Green has left you alone for a moment. You've got to rest and stay in bed. Yes. Um, there is a little, um, you know, well, bell you can ring to summon someone. <laughs> if they answer, they might just ignore you both. You never know. Oh, well, like isn't it uh, interesting to be on this side of the bell? Um. <laughs> sure. Why yeah. Not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Cheer up. So that bell will be. Back to expedition in no time. Yes, yes, perhaps, perhaps. <coughs> I feel like we shouldn't use the hot air balloon again. I just want to get that out of the way. 
It'd be fine so long as you don't pass out this time. Well, it's not really something that I decided to do. <laughs> well, good. It means you won't decide to do it next time either. You can't fault his logic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can. I really can. <laughs> um, but I don't. I, 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 just, I just choose not to. <laughs> it's become very easy to choose not to. Say yes to life. <laughs> Louis sticks his head in the door. Louis Lerouge, he is the radio operator. We know who Thunk. he is. How's it going, guys? Edward, um, Mr. Mandalay, do you guys need anything or any messages you want me to send? I'm about to uh, do the daily broadcast. I've got quite a large stack to get through, Mr. Stark, I want me to relate to your heroic ballooning up the side of Mount Manson in detail to the world. Uh, yes, uh, could you just add that it's not something that I'd necessarily recommend for future expeditions? Right, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't go in the brochure. <laughs> Put a disclaimer <laughs> on it. Oh, nothing in particular, but uh, do you have a smaller radio with the, listen to the broadcast in here with? In Morse? Um, yeah, do you know Morse? I'm not doing this. What? I'm not doing the speech. It will oh. get turned into speech at the other end. Mm. That's a shame. Oh, never mind. Make it sound good. Fair enough. Perhaps yeah. you can send me a copy of the transcript. I'll give you one. He's got it in his pocket. <laughs> Do you want me to read it to you in a dramatic radio voice, sir? Wonderful idea, Mandalay. Good. He faces his hip blood. Uh, next to your bedside table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leads the room. What does it say? Drama in the Antarctic! <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. Not a 40s or, newsroom. Or, or a voice somewhat like that. <laughs> <laughs> I shall leave you the gaily intended right yeah. the story of his own adventure. It's actually a pretty progressive transcript. Starkweather has omitted any and all references to um, disaster. There's the heroic rescue of Mr. Mandalay's life, the brave piloting of the hot air balloon back to safety, uh, a few injuries during our rough landing, no word of use of the word crash anywhere. A fine, fitting tribute for the history books. The Stark of the Moor Expedition does not recommend the use of hot air balloons to <laughs> go to the peak of mountains. Antarctic Mountain. Or indeed any mountain anywhere. Please <laughs> refer to your expedition specialist before making any decisions. Get your parents' permission before travelling to the Antarctic. Okay, meanwhile, uh, a day in the oh, past, no. it's a free country. on November the 28th, Carl and RJ. November, really? That much time? Mm-hmm. Took you two months to get here. Oh, yeah, of course I did. Of course I did. There was like saboteurs and bombs and chaos. Why did we plan to leave to arrive in Antarctica in winter? Because it's summer. And in the summer? Of course, (laughs) of course. Sorry, I was thinking about the other pole. No time for that. I'll do that adventure (laughs) next. I'll do that adventure next. It's deadly. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be sick of bipolar survival. (laughs) Okay, you have slept for several hours. Did I dream? You did not dream tonight. Because that was the role you made. You made the role to see if you dreamed, but you didn't. I don't remember that at all. I do. 
Anyway. Um, <laughs> and you dreamed earlier when you had the weird dream about being at the top of the mountains and the visions in the distance and stuff right, like that. Yeah. Okay, um, you and Professor Albemarle, who will be your co-pilot today, are returning... Uh, you're taking your Amazon Queen back to base camp whilst Douglas and uh, one of the other crew members for his co-pilot will be flying one of the Boeings back to pick up more scientists and more of the drill equipment. Right. Carl, Professor Moore wants to open one of these mounds today. He would like you to lead a team and dig into one of the undisturbed ones and see what you can find. Check out my mouth. He'll come out and help as well. <laughs> he wants to get into one of those things. We can't do any drilling in the... Bring the dynamites! <laughs> I can't say. Hey there, human. You want to open up one of my mounds? <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, Mercurian. We'll have none of your business. He will come and assist you with this because they're mm. really strange and we can't do any... Drilling at the cave site until the drills arrive. Right, of course. So you all suit up in your cold weather gear after a hearty and warm breakfast in the camp. There's still various construction being done to the camp. Yeah, well. Miss Lexington is overseeing that. Start hacking away at one of these mounds. Hmm. Make me a polar survival roll. I can leave into the mound. All the mall. Um, yes, by over 80. We'll come back to you in the mound. I have forgotten what Albemarle does. He's, He's the meteorologist. Alright, I thought geologist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sorry, uh, soured cream. I forgot you were the <laughs> geologist. No, the paleontologist. And the marsh was in the cottage fragments. Well, it's sort of Master, fitting that he's turned really? into some cream. <laughs> That's not what the spell I gave him does, but <laughs> I'm impressed. Okay, um, aircraft make like the holy ground melting. Let's yeah. get this thing on the air. I say here. Warm up the engines. Sixty-four. I maintain my aircraft. Oh. You warm up the engines, get it ready, taxi it out on the runway. Pilot aircraft. <coughs> Minus ten due to the wind blowing off the mountains. Let's get this bird in the air, I say. I successfully get the bird in the air. Mm. The Amazon Queen leaves. Followed by She loves me, the she's Weddell. my plane. The Weddell also takes off. You are leading the flight back towards the barrier camp. Roll me on navigate. This is where it all goes wrong. Really? Oh yes. dear! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, my navigate is 71, I rolled 80. See if Pierce notices this. No! <laughs> <laughs> He's busy doing some Miku we're only We're only 9 degrees out. <laughs> yeah, but 9 degrees over several hundred miles of Antarctic <laughs> ice plane. Man's got I hate all this dead reckoning. I've Wish we could use compasses. Roll me your ra- <laughs> operate radio as the hissing, crackling sound of your radio goes off. Uh, no. Okay. Um, you put a little bit, <laughs> but you um, <laughs> you don't pick up any voices or any signals coming in. Yeah. You reckon it's just interference from the uh, stick the antenna out the window? I think we're um, I think we're flying to doom. Doom? Is that on the coast of the Wasp Sea? Um, 
No, no, I'm, I, I can't navigate or, or answer the radio, you see. <laughs> oh. I appear to have had some sort of stroke. <laughs> <laughs> but we are flying, you've got to admit that. Make me a spot hidden roll, <laughs> you and the professor. Uh, I don't spot anything that's hidden. It's about an hour after you set off. The professor goes, where's the end of it? Where's the end of it? It's not following us. It's difficult to see behind you because you know you don't have the rear view mirror. I look Sorry. over my shoulder. You see the door of the cockpit. <laughs> um. Oh, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm sure they're. Uh, they're out there. No, they're not. Huh? He's got a binoculars out and he's like scanning. Yeah, no, they're not there. <laughs> I think they're gone. Uh. Hmm, we must have lost them. Maybe we're okay. off course. I say, re rolling my navigate again. You may roll your navigate again. Uh, 99. No, you're <laughs> bang on course as far as you're concerned. You can try and contact them. No, everything's fine. <laughs> maybe they've got. Maybe they're they're off what course. you mean. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're off course. Um, Tell me, have you ever hit a mountain at speed? <laughs> no. Well, you're about All right, to. I try, I try and no. Do the, ra the radios in the plane, are they voice or no, more? No, they're voice, because right. you can talk short distance from other planes and such. Okay, I, I try to radio the I'll other plane. the radio. And I don't know where my voice went. Oh, oh man, that was a good roll. I wish I hadn't rolled that out. <laughs> Uh, 22, yes. Lots of hissing static mm. and weird tonal interference. Leave it sound like a uh, sort of singing. Yeah. Oh, good. But it's just in the background crackle. No. Um, but you managed to Sorry. get through to Doug. Um, Doug, uh, this is RJ. Um, no, we've I'm lost sight of you guys. Are you, uh, is everything okay? I've been trying to raise you for the last hour. Where are you going? Um, <laughs> I thought we were both heading back to base. Uh, um, hmm. Um, one hmm. of us seems to be off course. Well, I know it's not me, and you know it's not you. <laughs> I, I, I know it. I know it's not me. Um, are you? Did you remember to not use the compass, Doug? <laughs> Why would I use the compass this close to the South Pole? I'll just check it, man. Just check. Oh, your intelligence. Uh, what's your intelligence? Uh, twelve. Roll a d100. Tell what you get. Uh, thirty-seven. You certainly realise that. Yeah, you shouldn't have been plotting your course using the magnetic compass. You just did it out of, you know, instinct. Ah, oh, dear. <laughs> these actually work quite well. I like. Um, I'll get back to you, Doug. Okay. Um, give me one second. Okay. Well, I'm going to carry on to base. Okay, okay, um, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're the one who needs luck, boss. <laughs> Silence! <laughs> he sounds off the radio. <laughs> I smile at Albemol. Pilots, eh? Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> well, we are precisely... Ah, 26. Um, 30 miles off course. Oh, um, can you correct for this? Uh, no. You've got plenty of fuel. I, I, 
point the plane in a more correct direction. You point the plane in the more correct direction. Make me a pilot aircraft roll. The wind is picking up. 50, perfect. It's getting choppy and there's a lot of swaying turbulence, but you're burning through more fuel than you were hoping on this trip. Do we still have enough to make it back? You do have enough to make it back. Good. <laughs> Unless you get lost again. <laughs> this time. Oh, I love the way that you've, you've uh, flipped over to a map of the Antarctic there. No, it's just a white sheet, Karen. Okay, <laughs> you were flying from here. No, no, on the other side. <laughs> back to the ro- shore of the Ross Sea, about here. Yeah. You're kind of like currently I've seen this one here. Right. I've just flown off in a completely wrong direction. No, no, it's, it's, it's fine. It's a. Um, it's an unconventional shortcut. A long cut. Yes, that that's, that's, that's <laughs> covers more distance and uh, burns more fuel. <laughs> I won't mention this to Professor Moore if you don't. <laughs> I like. I like. Thanks. Uh, I didn't sleep very well last night. <coughs> Why don't you take a nap and I'll blast the rest of the way back? Can you fly a plane? I'm your co-pilot. Yes. I didn't. Mean, <laughs> I didn't mean to ask about that. <laughs> Oh, he flies perfectly. Will we let him take over? Uh, are you a dream? No. Are we dreaming? Sometimes I can't tell anymore. Yeah, you fly. Do you take a nap? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I have a big, sleepy nap. While you're dreaming. And levitate out of the couch. Oh, 31! Is that enough? Um, well, it depends on what you mean by enough. What's your dreaming score? 30. 29. 47. <laughs> You have a dream. You are standing in a cavern. And there is a massive pillow of green flame dominating the centre of the cavern. And sitting in front of the f- fire, in two very nice looking armchairs, are a pair of elderly gents. One of them is reading some sort of paper in a language you don't read. And the other like one. Like a newspaper? Yes, it looks like a newspaper, but it's in a language you don't understand. It's like pictograms. Okay. And there are strange photographs. You can't really see closely enough. And the other man is um, knitting. But it looks like he's knitting chainmail. It's like a string of metal which he's bending and chinking into shape with some tools. So uh, he looks up at you, still working on his strange metal construct. Now you return. Are you here to take the steps below or the steps above? Do I have to choose now? No, you may stay here if you wish. <coughs> um, you are in the cavern of dreams. The cavern of slumbers. I am Nashk, priest of this place. This is Sagotha. He gestures at the pillar of green flame. Guardian of the interstices between. Cool. What brings you here, traveller? I'm... This, this is a dream. I'm asleep. Yes, I'm aware of this. What brings you here at this time? I don't know. Maybe seeking the answers as to why you're here would bring you illumination and understanding that you would otherwise lack. That's a good point. Come, light your lamp from the fire. <coughs> Perhaps it will show you things you have not seen. <coughs> but I, I don't have my... Oh. Suddenly I have my lamp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dreams. 
bitches like that. <laughs> yeah, still sounds perfectly uh, sensible with dream logic. I like my lamp from the fire. As you hold your lamp out, you can almost see the green flame flowing into the lamp, and then it pokes a little bit out the spout. Your light is now a lamp. Your, your lamp is now a light, even. <laughs> your light has lamps. What should I use the lamp for? To learn. I can enter alone and gain insight into <coughs> your tasks and the world about you. It will show you many things you should see. <coughs> well, um, thank you. You're welcome. Beware the wind. You are far from the Windwalker's domain. I don't know him. He is imprisoned, as he should be. But so far from his domain you are that others can touch the cold. Oh. Thanks again. At this point you wake back up. The eternal sun of the Antarctic plateau is shining in through the window. You can see the camp just in the distance. This is coming in for a landing in the Amazon Queen. <laughs> no, you're doing it wrong! Oh, <laughs> oh Piers. Good nap. Um, yes, yes. Oh, You've been out for about two hours, man. Oh, like I said, weird dreams. Oh, weird. probably the sunlight. The doctor says, you know, it can mess with our minds. <laughs> I guess that's why I've got to kill you now. Oh, yeah? Oh, <laughs> just messing with you. I'm going to land the plane now. <laughs> land the plane. Thank <laughs> Yes, you are. When he um, when he lands, I'm like, pretty good, pretty good. Thanks. She handles well. Nice plane. Uh, she uh, knows her place. I say, bang the console. It's not what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> what came out? I'm not entirely sure what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> the sentiment intended was that yes, I agree. She is a nice plane. You're plain sexist. <laughs> <laughs> She knows her place, the plain kitchen. <laughs> Meanwhile... Also not embedded inside of a cliff. <laughs> Tenant Knight and Mandalay, what are you two up to? Are you here? Um, every now and then someone will drop him. Oh, so, so Doc, when do you think I'll be able to get, uh, get out of bed? <laughs> Probably not yet, then. <laughs> No, I'd say at least seven days, Mr. Tenroy. You did take quite a boozing. Yeah. Seven days? Can't be having this. I'm missing an adventure of a lifetime up there. Perhaps I will review the situation in five days' time, depending on how you're feeling <laughs> and how you perform in your physical examinations. How much to make of a fortnight, do you reckon? <laughs> oh, come on, Doc. Any chance you bring the examination forward a bit? <laughs> start crazy in here. I'll bring you a book to read, sir. But you're not leaving here until I'm convinced you're fit and ready to leave. Red. Mr. Mandalay. Very mm -hmm. well. Um, you appear to have recovered from your mild, well, slightly m worse than mild case of hypoxia. You're free to get out of bed. Oh, good. Um, I believe RJ and Douglas are bringing back in the planes to take some more people out to Lake Camp. Perhaps you want to join Professor Moore there. Yes, that sounds like a good idea. I will... 
no, no, no. Well, uh, manage me, you say that's fine. But uh, if I'm to be stuck in bed for a week, I'll need him to run my errands. That's okay. The start, you know, the rest of the crew are still here at camp. We'd much be able to use Mr. Mandalay out of the scientific base. If you need something, just let one of us know. No, no, I can't be having that. Uh, unless you're willing to certify me early to uh, also join. Mm-hmm. You can't go today. I'll review the situation daily. How about that? We'll see how you're doing. Very well. Uh, so, Mandalay, hopefully you'll be able to join the uh, scientific expedition uh, soon. Well, Mr. Mandalay can go ahead. Yes, I'm going now. No. Uh, he's not. I really think you should, sir. I mean, you're not going to need a butler whilst you're lying in bed. And we're going to be running you through some, you know, rigorous yeah. tests to get you back on your feet sooner rather than later. What use are you going to have for a butler? Well, for a start, I'm quite hungry. Uh, since you're out of bed, I need to find some lunch, Mandalay. Um, yes, I'll get on with that now. <laughs> uh, I, See you later, Mr. Mandalay. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> Find James as well, if you can. James, though. I certainly will. You leave the bay. And uh, see you back here after that. He's gone. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) We have words about your contract. (laughs) (laughs) Outside, Mandalay just puts his hand on the doctor's shoulder. Sedate him. (laughs) How long? (laughs) (laughs) I can... Just basically give him all of the morphine and uh, <laughs> just stick him on a morphine drip. Just enough to keep him unconscious. He has succumbed to the horrible contusions he took when he just, the just keep on do- pumping him full of that stuff until he stops doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, terrible things can not happen to a man in the your employer in the Arctic. Same <laughs> advice I, I gave to my son. He, 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 he would never recover from his wounds. It was the best we could do. <laughs> he would never recover from his light bruising. <laughs> there was nothing I could do. <laughs> Mr. Mandalay. Straight knee turned gangrenous. I'm sorry. Mr. Mandalay signed it off. He has power of attorney. <laughs> you should never have signed that form. <laughs> he didn't. His dad did. When he hired the butler. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Is this how it ends for you? <laughs> Killed by a butler? No, technically, well, I'm not going to say what the other thing. Well, anyway... Um, Where do you go when you leave the sick bay, Mr. Mangley? I... Um, go to find out where this plane has landed. Um, now about half an hour out. Okay. Um, Douglas has landed in one of the Boeings. Okay. But Mr. McQueenie isn't back yet. How do you get there, then? You just step onto one of the planes and wait for it to leave. Yeah. They're not leaving yet. They're just landing and they're loading up. Okay, where is that then? Outside. There's oh, like just outside. Just, just yeah. outside the camp. Yeah. There's the... This is the... Um, Base camp. There's like underground structures they built. Um, no, no, we're going to Lakes Camp. I know I know. there's Lakes Camp, but we had a name for this. It was This is um, Morse's camp, I think. That was another name for it. Never mind. Don't Base camp? But first, I feel, first I want to find James. James, you find, is in the radio room with lots of charts. He's planning to go penguin hunting, like he said. Okay. Ah, Mr. Mandalay, you're out and about. Yes. um, How's Edward doing? Well, he still needs a little bit of time to recover. He was asking about you, actually. Ah, well, carry on, Mr. Mandalay. I'll go take him some lunch. He needs a rousing conversation or two. Uh, Yes. Fucking spirits up. 
if he happens to ask about me, then if you'd just mention that uh, I'm taking the liberty of uh, making my own decision on this one, I think I've earned it. <laughs> you deserve a week off, Mr. Mandalay. Take some time to yourself. I mean, you took us to the top of a mountain and you brought us back. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll handle Edward. You go do something. Mm. Enjoy yourself. Have some gin. Actually, no, don't have gin. It's probably not a good idea to be having alcohol. Have some gin, person with a potential concussion. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I'm love thinner for you, sir. <laughs> See you soon. Have this pint of gin with aspirin in it. RJ, you land your plane. Piers has landed the plane. Yeah. You hear that RJ, when you're finished with um, Starkweather, you hear that RJ has also landed and has just come inside. I go out to meet the plane. Yeah. You see Mr. Mandalay and uh, Lawrence coming towards you across the snow. Ah, oh, Lawrence, Mandalay, how's it going, guys? Well, about as well as could be expected. Mr. Mandalay, um, uh, have I seen him since he came back from the uh, no. thing? Oh, you, you've okay. heard all about this. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, we got we got radioed the details, didn't we? I, yeah, I was. I heard you were in uh, kind of worse shape than you seem. Yes, well, I recovered quite quickly. Uh, everyone else okay? Uh, my employer <laughs> is still recovering, but he should be fine. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I guess. Um, I, I didn't, well, you know, far be it for me to say anything, but I didn't really think that ballooning up an, an arctic mountain was the safest or even sanest of things, but... No, 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 it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very strange choice. Why? Like, I guess you've just got to, you know, when the adventure lust is upon you, I guess. Well, um... <laughs> the adventure that, that, That's one way of putting it. Um... <laughs> It, it wasn't my decision. I advise strongly against it. Well, you know, you've been through it now and you've come out the stronger for it. Well... I mean, oh, is that when I heard you were bringing a... Um, I've come out of it, yes. <laughs> when I heard you were bringing a hot air balloon, I figured you'd be sailing across the plateaus, you know, the wide open expanses of safe and not, not up a mountain yes that's what you were thinking yeah. uh, there's no accounting for the daredevil spirit Lawrence I guess not I'm going to go check the queen are you leaving soon um I think the plan is to turn around quite quickly yeah I mean um uh fair enough Pierce brought her down but um she should be on an idle I mean not uh we don't want the engines to freeze obviously Fair enough. I will get her ready to leave immediately. Uh, what would I do without you, Lawrence? Be dead, but Don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I pat him in a friendly way, and... Uh, he grins at you, yeah. and heads off to sort out the planes, and Man starts loading them. Mandalay. Mandalay. Ted and I. Um, James comes in with a big tray, laden down with proper English food. Now that's a sight a sick man needs to see. How are you feeling, Edward? Century eggs. Surprisingly well, actually, considering. Good. That doctor, though, sent me this 
stay here for a week? Well, we've got to listen to the doctor. That's why we hired him. He's in charge of keeping us alive. There's so much exploring to do, so much adventure. I know, I'm leaving in about an hour. (laughs) (laughs) But I figured I'd come have breakfast with you first, see how you're feeling. Oh, I gave your butler the week off. I figured he deserves it. (laughs) He deserves it after climbing a mountain with us, heroism. Nor that, he did a sterling job sailing on a hot air balloon up that mountain. That's what he gets paid for, though. What, what am I supposed to do? Stuck in bed? Read a book! Not technically in my contract. <laughs> <sighs> It'll be fine, you don't need him. I'll tell you all about it when I come back from the penguin hunt. Are you oh, doing your blunders? Oh no, I'm back in half an hour. A day, maybe, you know? Ah, oh, sorry. Better time to have a rest. Hard but to keep track of time stuck in this room. I'll bring you a book. Uh, fine. Uh, there's a couple in my room. I'll bring you one of them then. Which one? Um, the red herring tool. Dictionary of uh, Funkin Wagner's standard dictionary of folklore and legend. So you want to have it read as the ones I bought. Fair enough. I'll bring that. Anyway, eat your breakfast. I'll go get your books, and I'm buying your blunderbuss. Yes, of course, of course. If I see the penguin who stole your sword cane, I'll shoot it for you. Make sure you bring it back if you do. Radio. He goes off, brings you your book. Leaves you there with your book. I read my book. Buggers off to go have adventures. I read my book for the next however long. (laughs) Fear not. I will get back to you in a moment. Meanwhile, at Lake's camp. Carl. I'm apparently tunneling into the side of this thing with unnatural speed. Yeah, you're doing quite well. The professor's being quite useful as well. Um, you hit... Of course he is. I have the competent of one of the pair. You are shoveling away, and suddenly the ice... You know, you shovel out another load of ice, mm-hmm. and something black, there's not ice, and she's like, stop, stop, stop. He drops to his no- knees and starts to push the snow away I, slowly. I, I step back um, and bring forward some torches. Yes. Hmm. This must be one of them. Look at it. One of great plants. Right. Here's one. Plants. Remember he found the fantastical pre-Cambrian plant fossils. This must be one of them. Ah, yes. Um, you can hear over at the dog corral. Mm-hmm. They're going bananas. Howling and yipping and yowling. They are not happy doggies. Mm. You can see, nope. you know, the dog crew is running in to look after them. And try and calm them down, but the professor's too busy staring at this thing. Okay, you carry on working a bit longer, uncovering it. Yes. And after you get most of it out, um, it's clearly not a plant. It's okay, I'm not going to pay that much attention to it. Well, the professor is noticing that this... Professor can look at it all he likes. This isn't a plant. This is... I don't know what... Of course it is, professor. They lied. Why did they lie? I mean, look at this thing. This is no. This isn't a fossil. This is kind of like prods. It's like fleshy, almost. It's not. Well, that's not possible, is it, sir? No, it's not possible. But look at it, Carl. I'd rather not, sir. It makes me a bit queasy. I don't care. Come down here and tell me what you think. <laughs> oh, I don't want to go to Carl. <laughs> you got left behind with elder things. Oh, <laughs> this is where I die. Okay. Uh, I go down, bring a torch and a couple of other people. I mean, so they're pulling away the sides of the mound completely. Yeah. Um, make me a spot hidden roll as they're exposing this thing. Come on, my shitty spot hidden. 
Bugger. Uh, yes, I make it. You see, as the mound is coming up, at the top, above the top end of this thing, there was a stone. A star-shaped stone of, like, green soapstone. Okay. It just thumps into the, um... Oh, that was on top of the... It was buried under the mound, but it was clearly at the top. Okay, okay. And it's just fallen to the side as you've uncovered this thing. Eh. Hmm? Something up, Carl? Where would they get soapstone in the middle of the Antarctic? What? That's... I'll, I'll point it into the um, grave marker. Take that to Dr. Barnard, will you, Carl? I'm going to get this thing into the um, dissection site, dissection tent, and... Yes, sir. Yeah, no one else touched these things. I'm going to look at this thing and see what I'm going to learn about it. I'll put up a perimeter, sir. Um, I'll basically get the stake off the mound and put them beyond. uh, You put the little little rope markers up, yeah. Just so people don't stumble through them when there's bad weather. Or, you know, knowing our group walks straight through them. Well, you know, Kieran is good at walking into climb scenes. (laughs) RJ, come this way. Lovely. Um, and then I will get some people to load the big star onto a... It's not that big, actually. It's, 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 you can, it's about the size of this plate. Oh, I'll get someone to take it to Dr. Bernard, then. Get someone takes it to Dr. Bernard. Dr. Bernard oh, and doesn't go insane when he sees it. Wonderful. Good for Dr. Bernard. Would you, would you want his character shoot? Oh, is it over there, yeah. He rolled an 11, so I know he's going insane when he sees it. But... Oh, no, the sour cream has died! Doctor Medic And Professor Morn closets himself with Acacia Lexington for a bit as they study this thing together. And the parts of the drill that um you did manage to load onto the plane, mm. they're dragged over towards the drill site. Most of the afternoon is the professor's not Yeah, we'll get that there. set up then. So you get on with doing some it. practical stuff and leaving the weird science to the professor. Yep. Uh later on that evening though, Professor Moore makes his um, broadcast to the world with Acacia Lexington in the radio tent. Mm-hmm. You all hear this message coming in over at the base camp. Uh, you have had that radio brought you, so that you can hear the incoming chow. Yes, I and then you can hear the incoming um, voice transmissions from Professor Moore. Okay. <laughs> you should know that we have found some unusual specimens. Discovered by the late Professor Lake, they're quite remarkable, even in their deteriorated condition. As none of us here are fully qualified to evaluate the specimens, a more detailed report must wait until tomorrow evening, when Professor Guy, Bryce and Dr. Green can take a look. They will be flying up to join us. Good news for everyone, however, unless I miss my guess, the specimens are every bit as sensational as we hoped. And then he says he'll see you all tomorrow, or listen, speak to you all tomorrow. Does he do the daily broadcast every day? Or is he, it? Uh, normally, him and Acacia Lexington do a broadcast. That's the plan. This is their first one. All right. They've only been there a day. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Back at camp. Um, RJ, Mandalay, you are on the Amazon Queen with Professor Albemarle. Yeah. Um, Professor Bryce and Dr. Green are also joining you. They're going out to see this specimen that Professor Moore... They're all coming to me. They're all coming to you. 
Make me a... Well, they're, not, they're not coming to see you. They're going to the camp where you are. Yes, I get that, jackass. Make me a pilot aircraft roll. Not all about off. you. <laughs> okay, everyone. Hold on to your or someone else's butt. Hold on to your Avengers. Yeah, okay. We fly. And we're going to... Live. <laughs> if bombs you do hold dear. You hear distant yeah. sounds of an airplane taking off. And word about an hour later filters down to you as you're sat with your book on mythical animals that uh, Dr. Green has left the camp with strict instructions that you stay in bed. Um, do I hear who's taken over? Um, Stark Rover has left, so technically you're oh in charge. God. <laughs> Oh, Does everyone know this? Yeah, Professor Moore's not here. Oh shit, this is a terrible Star idea. Starkweather has left. Hang on, I, I didn't think he was in the command hierarchy at all. He's paying for most of this. He's just delegated it all to Mr. Mandalay up to this point. But Mr. Mandalay isn't here. RJ's not here. Carl's not here. Oh Starkweather's not here. Moore's not here. So that leaves Tenet Knight. This is such a terrible right. idea. As my first executive decision would, would both, would in charge... Professor Moore doesn't know. Starkweather has gone penguin hunting. Wasn't expecting Dr. Green to fly off. As my first executive decision in charge of the base, I'm getting the hell out of bed. <laughs> You stand up, you blow out your rectum, you, <laughs> you get back into bed. It's like bruising, it doctor, looks worse than it is. the doctor wasn't 100 miles away. <laughs> no, no, it looks much better than it is. Um, <laughs> you get out of bed. Louis, who lived in the nude, gives you a look. Are you sure that's wise, Mr. Tenrock? What's wise, really? Um, listening to the advice of a doctor? <laughs> he says that. <laughs> <laughs> if, I feel, if I feel bad, I'll sit back down. But the doctor's left. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll summon him on the radio if we need him in a hurry from 400 miles away. Good idea, though no need to worry him about trivial things like uh, patients just stepping out of bed for a few moments. You know what? Very well, sir. I'm going to go transmit Professor Moore's evening broadcast to the world. I'll be in the radio hut if you need me. Excellent. Ah, easy dies. Not my problem. <laughs> He's rich enough to get out of his own misses. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just going for a slight stroll. Just... You're going outside? No, around the base. Huh. Are you wearing the amulet of your father? Yes, the protective thing. Uh, and I'm basically just making sure I'm seeing how bad I feel walking around. I... I'm not completely dismissing Doctor. I don't think I'm perfect, but you I think he's overestimated. Um, aches and pains, but you're mostly okay. You it's all just you, superficial, then. He was clearly being a big Nancy boy. Well, where is he from? He's American. Tell me. Explains a lot. Tell me, do you know what a cerebral hemorrhage is? But duh. Yes, that's one. <laughs> You feel fine. That, you know, people who see you up and about give you a nod. A couple of them ask what it was like at the top of the mountain. I regale them. Well, Stories like of adventure. At the bottom, but more pointy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, um, and then I died. They asked you if you were taking the hot air balloon out again sometime. Oh, definitely going to have to. Unfortunately, Mandalay's uh, gone to the other camp. I'm sure we'll take it with us and uh, have a flight over there, I'm sure. Oh, sure. 
Hmm. You're not going to sell it over the Miskatonic Mountains, are you? Because that would be suicide. I heard how tall these things are. Shh. Let him do it. More hmm. like four firsts. Genocide. Fair enough. Um, I best not come along. Not too good with heights myself. Uh, yeah, just uh, basically just do things so I'm not stuck in the bed. You poodle around the base. Ah, I'm gonna go back to my room. Yeah. Set up the easel. Yeah. And uh, get my sketchbook out from when we were. You want to paint the? You paint the... yourself in bed, painting yourself. I painting don't get that method. You painting but, um, the sketch of Mr. Starkweather you made. While you're painting. And I've got that sketch, obviously putting me in there as well. So there's two of us, top of the mountain with the flag. Yeah. Uh, yes, I paint. You paint like a boss. You paint this beautiful picture of James Starkweather with your blunderbuss uh, in the foothills of Mount Nansen with your hot air balloon in the background. No, 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 from I was up on the top. Oh, at the top. Yes. yes. Yeah, hot air balloon in the background, but at the top oh. of the mountain instead. Excellent. Is this with or without the injuries you? You do it in lovely oil paints. It's going to look brilliant in the National Gallery. The unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see my paints? Actually, pretty good. Of all the things I do, you might actually think they're good. I cannot but concede that your paintings are pretty sweet. Respect from the team. Got to take it where it comes. Ciao. <laughs> What's your power? That's what I thought. Uh, nine. Roll a d100. One hundred. Wow. R- really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god. <laughs> Do you remember that cerebral hemorrhage we were talking about? <laughs> Why is everything blue? You feel queasy. <laughs> Oh. I'm strange. I'm going to write you a note. I'm going to go sit down once I finish. This is the so-called bad feeling that you were saying that if you felt... And you exactly as I said, I will You'd have to down. urgently summon the doctor. <laughs> I got up and did some painting and now my nose won't stop bleeding. Is that bad? It's okay, stick some ice up there. <laughs> On the other hand, it was exactly the red I needed. <laughs> I think I might have summoned something. <laughs> yeah, I painted all of those sigils we saw on the mountain, except in blood, is that? <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of bridge, you see. <laughs> it's like an essay. Meanwhile, back in the airplane, make me a navigate oh, roll. No, I don't on the map side. Make me navigate well. Hang on, we we have to watch his face for uh, revealing details. Fine. I, I I sit down for longer than I initially intended. I navigate. I'm the best at navigating. Who said all my navigation skills are poor? Yes. Me. <laughs> He's not going to say that to my face, or I'll shoot him. He'd win. He has weather. Being a meteorologist doesn't give you control of the weather. <laughs> Remember what game we're playing? Someone's taught him <laughs> that, right? <laughs> no, admittedly, my NPCs do not have weather control. Behold the power of lightning! <laughs> what, in the middle of There's this? It's just a storm. 
You didn't make this happen. I predicted it. <laughs> oh, never before have I wanted to be a meteorologist. Carl, at the camp that evening, make me a spot hidden roll as you are crossing back towards um, the tents from. No! Yeah. You don't see it. Excellent. La 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 la. You see um, the lights are. Are they back yet? Not yet. Not yet. You can, however, feel the wind is picking up. The straight the sun has passed beyond the mountains and it's twilight again. It's about ten pm at night. Beyond the mountains, you say? Yes. The sun is now behind the mountains. Of madness. Yes. The sun is mad. And it's like that strange twilight you get during the eclipse. The sun mm-hmm. has just been blocked off. It's very disturbing. Well, I'm Scandinavian. I'm used to living half my life in this sort of. Yeah, there's just something about this. There's just this is weird. You don't like it. Crepuscular. It's unnatural, and those mountains look. They're silhouetted against. The, the I don't sky. like mountains. They're fucking sinister. And they're 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 blocky. They're like you know they're not nice graceful peaks. They're like teeth. They're like you know blocked off teeth, big granite blocks and slabs. It's. Yeah, you just don't like it. Man. You go inside and have dinner. Yes, absolutely. Um, you, I, I'm mostly waiting for him to get back. Fly into the twilight of the mountains as you're approaching Lake's camp. You can see in the distance the glittering glows, you know, the glowing lights of the camp. And I have a mysterious note. because he's holding the side with the writing towards me. <laughs> uh, I'm impressed you're not trying to cheat. This is most unlikely. Well, you know. Cheaters never change their spots. I don't think that's a thing. Oh, sorry, it's leopards never prosper. Hey, um, as you're flying into the twilight, you can see the camp, the lights of the camp. Um, the plane starts to buck and twist and... Jet, the wind is oh, terrible. Huh. Mandela, you're being tossed around in your seat like a crazy thing. Well, strap yourselves. <laughs> I didn't want to draw attention to that. <laughs> strap yourselves in, guys. There's going to be some turbulence coming in, I think. Uh, okay. I do that. I strap myself in. You have the handwriting of a child. Good and proper. Okay, make me a pilot aircraft roll mm. minus 20. Well, I'm not going to make that. I make that. Yeah. Doesn't bother you at all. It's not an easy landing, but you make it. But you do have to you do have to make a couple Take of passes. Take the long way around. Yeah, and get the wind behind you and come in from the mountains. Carl, make me another spot hidden check. They've got a radio down here, right? Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I short range radio them that we we might be coming in harder than we were expecting. Oh, sorry. Okay. We should have. Sorry, I, I tried to... No, then I don't. Roll your radio operate. Uh, oh, yeah. I passed that. I'm shit at radio operating. Um, oh, no. 13. Carl, you hear the radio going off in the radio shack. No one's in there currently because it's like everyone's getting ready to go to bed. You definitely hear a legs camp pick up. Answer it then. Hello? Um, this is, uh, McCready, we Oh, Andre, hey man. Oh, Carl, I didn't recognise you for a second there. Um, 
Well, we might be it's coming okay. in a bit harder than we're expecting, so, you know. Uh, okay, just be aware of the, like, mounds and stuff, man. I will try not to touch your mounds. <laughs> over. And be over. appreciated. <laughs> over. <laughs> Uh, Maybe later. <laughs> we wouldn't talk like this if we were really in 1912. The, uh, 30. As Carl <laughs> calls off, the door to the radio hut opens and Miss Lexington steps in. Ah, Carl. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Aren't you going to bed? No, I need to send a message. Okay. Need some more equipment. Um, yes. Well, I'll, what, just, what? I'll just stand here and listen to you send your message. So, what, um... More done with the thingy dog? dog? In the tent. Have you seen it? I saw bits of it. You should go and have a look. Maybe you'll have some insight. It's, it's not... It's weird. It's like perfectly preserved, almost. It should be... And yet, more said it was squishy. Well, once it's thawed out, it's it's like not. Yeah, but you like said it was squishy on the ground. This yeah, should be exactly. frozen solid. Exactly, it should be frozen solid. I mean, it's not. It's not decomposing either. It's oh, yeah. Um, uh, I'll go have a look at it then. Buried in the ice for a hundred thousand years, and those crazy Swedes dug it up. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay uh, I will exit, and then I will linger and eavesdrop. Okay, roll me a listen check. Is substantially better than my spot hidden. Yes, by 40. What languages do you have? Uh, English and Swedish. Um, yeah, you hear her talking in German. No, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, German in the 1930s? Yes, you hear a That's German right. voice. I shoot her for being a Nazi. You hear German voice answer her back. Do, is it a voice I recognise? No. Does it have the word Juden? No. I'd be more concerned if it was those fucking Germans we fought in New York. Would it be? Not I can't, I can't remember what they were called. Uh, I can't remember them. Okay. Who killed them? Who? They're, no, we sent the police in to kill them. Well, yeah. The that's... police killed them. We didn't kill all of the Germans, actually. There could conceivably <laughs> be more Germans. True. There are always the more Germans. Got them, you at least killed the Germans that were in New York who were kidnapping people. Yes, for now. Yeah, but there were obviously more, because at least one of them got away with um, the book that Rorik was trying to give us. This is true. You know, the manuscript for the book that this campaign is based on. Yeah, well, I can't let you read the you know, book by H.P. Lovecraft before you get to the Antarctic. Yeah, uh, you can hear... It's uh, okay, it hasn't gone very similar so far. You can hear Acacia talking to someone in German. Um, I Can I think of anyone who speaks German? <coughs> There's more. Not you. <laughs> Do you speak German? No. Do you speak German, Landley? Mm, uh, I think I speak... Does Moore speak German? I speak panpipes. It's not a language. Uh, no, I guess I don't. The professor you know doesn't speak German. And... I thought Moore spoke like eight different languages. Okay, the Germans are probably just here for Lebensraum or whatever. What, you don't know. <laughs> you've, you've not really asked people's foreign languages because you've always speaking English. What, love room? I don't know if that's Lebensraum. No. <laughs> I'm glad you taught me that joke. Um, 
Okay. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm pretty smart. Uh, Could I try and hazard a guess? I must have heard German at some point. Knowledge minus 40 to see if you can get... He is... Knowledge minus 40, so 55. He is... You he won't is get the whole conversation, but you might get a few words. He is Norwegian. No. I mean, Norwegian no. is basically German. Not quite. Yeah. <laughs> We're sorry, Norway. <laughs> You, you, you're not sure. You think you recognise a couple of the words, but they're like the and and, and hello. Something <laughs> <laughs> about Egg how to turn library. Oh yes, he definitely said und there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kestrel rides at midnight. <laughs> that can't must have got that wrong. <laughs> and then the Amazon Queen, followed by the Enderbeer coming into land, and it's all noise and air and people coming out of the tents. Okay, um, I will. Uh, who's in charge of the radio at the other end? Louis. Okay, uh, when she's done in there, I'll ask him if she... Okay. Make me an operate radio roll. Operate radio? Tenant, right? Make me a listen check. Let's cabaret performer. And a major No! You get this strange piping harmonious song... Oh, I'll get him. I'll get him to. Why? Well, no, I'm not coming to listen to your haunting <laughs> songs. I don't want you to. I just need you to connect me Ooh. to base camp. Oh, um, um, uh, Richard, what's your um thingy sanity? <laughs> um, sixty-four. Roll uh, it. Seventy-five. Roll it. Yes. Roll it. Eleven. So yes, by lot. Fair enough. Does that. Does that. Does that too? Ooh. Ooh, fuck yeah. Um, what's your power? 15. Uh, roll a d100, how many you get? Oh, crap. Uh, 79. <laughs> that isn't enough. As you are... <laughs> no, no, that is not enough. As you are, too much. As fact. you are turning the radio off, the... The um, sky shattered. <coughs> the tone, the strange interference you get suddenly jumps several octaves and seems to penetrate ah. across your mind. And you have a flash of a dark corridor. There are large white penguins waddling around like massive, massive albino penguins. Albino everywhere. penguins. And coming down Jesus the corridor Christ. is this moving wall of darkness with glinting white bits in it well, and it's just rolling over the there, penguins there's, there's nothing for it I commit suicide and then then you're back in the tent careful what you say sanity <laughs> check uh, sanity check was it, was it the giant albino <laughs> penguin that stole my sword cane that's what I said <laughs> uh, oh dear that, that, that was wrong uh, bad. lose six points of sanity oh, and then roll me a d10 hang on six points of sanity is a Oh, I see. Roll me a d10 if you do. D10. It was nine. You stagger out of the. Shoot everybody. You stagger out of the hut, drop to your knees, and start shoveling handfuls of snow into your mouth. You 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 think this is normal, but that's what you're doing. Nom 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 nom. As you're coming down off the plane, you see um. Miss Lexington standing outside the radio hut looking puzzled at Carl. She's like, Carl? Carl? But he's just sat there eating snow. Oh. Must be lunchtime. 
<laughs> Norwegians, eh? I'll walk into the. Uh... <laughs> Carl, are you all? Are you all right? I say, shaking I, you. Am, am I? Am I all right? Roll your sanity minus thirty. What? Asking what? So. 27. 20 something yeah. 27 or less you can't eat uh, you, yes you, you, nine. you can't talk until you've had all of the snow <laughs> as you and are there are seconds nung, nung, nung. <laughs> oh. other pole <laughs> <laughs> at least you've exposed the continental shelf ringed by ice as you shake Carl this is bad for your sensitive teeth <laughs> as you are shaken you kind of Snap out of it and you have a mouthful of snow. Very cold tongue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, some brain freeze there. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> brain freeze. Are you all, too much ice cream. Are you alright? Why were you eating snow? I say sort of incredulously. Um, can I quickly think of something that might sound plausibly um well, related? If this is an Arctic Polar Survival thing, you haven't taught us this. Yes. 51. You yeah, but you have to think of something. I know. Yeah, um, you have to think of something. Uh, it's, it, it's okay. It's to uh, lower the core temperature so you don't overheat. It, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I, I, can, I can think of nothing to question you on that. Part. Roll your Polar Survival and roll your Polar Survival. <laughs> But he fast talked us. <laughs> and also, I taught them everything they know about uh, I, I, I failed that. You, you yeah, but if, if they were listening to you, they were. I roll, I roll my polar survival. <laughs> Mangalating used to just be like nodding his head, nothing wrong with that. Guy knows what he's doing. You yeah. don't remember him teaching I look, you this? I look at you, one of my eyebrows ascends <laughs> to nestle in amongst my hair for a moment, but then comes back and I'm going to talk to you about this in private later. <laughs> Acacia's like, considering I just dreamed that I've got a magic fucking lamp again. <laughs> Hey, we're all open to suggestions right now. Um, I asked and back. stretch like it's nothing. Say, so welcome back, brother. Um, you have you have I, I, I don't remember ever meeting you. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that more to the GM <laughs> than just being rude. I think you've only met her, you know, briefly. I don't. I don't think I've met her at all. No, you. All no, like... we we rocked up to their to their base to help you, them, you, and you, then you and the plane. Yeah, and then. I mean, you've seen her about because yeah. they moved in and everything. And you can buy oh, I'm RJ, I'm one of the pilots. Yes, yes. The lead pilot. Pleasure to meet you at last. Yes. How have uh, my boys been having? Oh, I don't know. My un- pilots. Oh, I didn't understand what you were asking me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Excellent, excellent pilots. Good. Have you had a chance to look at the bell? Is it a serviceable plane? Um, she's a fine craft, I say. I'm, I'm just making small talk. I, I don't really care what she has to say. Brilliant. Well, um... You should come and see the discovery the professor made. It's so strange. Uh, what the um? No, the strange. <coughs> I'll show it to you later. Specimen. Um. Oh, okay, I'll. I will. Oh yes, of course, Mr. Mandler. We have, we have so nice to see you again. Yes. Uh, I'll just drag you off. <laughs> well, he's um recovering. Oh, oh good. Well. Um, I think there were tents set up for you in the main camp, so... Yeah, I, w- to... I wouldn't risk flying back uh, today. No, time. I'm going to go to bed. It's nearly 11pm by our time, so I will see you shortly. How do you even tell? Well, my watch <laughs> says it's 11pm. <laughs> um, quite what's happening with the sky. I mean, look, the sky is still, like, white, and yet it's almost twilight. Well, that's a bit racist. And the mountains are... Yes, she looks up at the mountains. Do you, do you follow her gaze? Um, as she looks up at the mountain 
<sighs> yes. Yes. Do you, Mr. Madeley? Yes, sure. I look up at the mountains of madness. They are strange mountains. Like I said, they're, they're not graceful points. They're like blocky squares. They're like teeth. Giant, yeah. giant teeth. <laughs> you bombing your dreaming. That will eat everything. everything. 96. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Yeah, you can hear the piping song. I, I love Whirling how when you wind. fail, you get screwed. The when you pass, you also get screwed. <laughs> and Can't it, win! And then it passes. <laughs> you go to bed. No, I need to speak to him first. Okay, you're going to Carl's tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're having a sleepover. <laughs> Mandela, what are you doing now you're here? Um, Everyone's going to bed. Are you two taking Mandela with you? Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, huddled together for warmth and all, but Mandalay, we're going to tell ghost stories. <laughs> you want to come? Worst joke ever. Uh, I'll get the torch. <laughs> it's all right. I've got this magic lamp. <laughs> it's all right. I've got some background music for you as well. <laughs> are you? Yeah. Are they my ones? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, RJ, you are God. I had minor restraint. I, 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 <laughs> uh, no, um, man, I assume Mandalay runs off to do his own thing. Carl has dragged me away to s- no, thank you, to, to speak to me about his madness. I presume. Okay. Mm. Oh, anyway, now that you're here, like, mad. What do yeah. you like to do? Uh, well, since everyone seems to be retiring for the evening, I want to go to bed and spend the evening not. No, I think shit for um, Edward. For Edward, yeah. No, no, you go to bed and have a nice sleep without being woken up at 2 a.m. to reading the story because Takalili, you can't. Takalili. <laughs> Edward! Sometimes wakes me up and just says that. I concentrate really hard. Mandalay, get me a gin and tonic. I hope you can hear me because of the Antarctic. Hear me, no. Mandalay. <laughs> Louis sticks his head in. It's, it's been a while. Roll, roll your internal bleeding. Ah, Louis. What do you think? I've shown the paintings I'm just finishing off. That's rolling. Don't mini cheddars in regular cheddar. They'll feel upset. He just stands there and stares at it. He's like, that's beautiful. It's, it's haunting. It's beautiful. That way his eyes follow you. That's magnificent. <laughs> Glad you like it. Painted a sad clown. <laughs> <laughs> when we get back uh, to... Um, I'm going to have... his exhibition, I think. A whole series of them. They're beautiful. Um, anyway, Edward. Um, <laughs> Descends into madness, a journey across the polar cap. <laughs> Edward, um, how are you operating radios? Um, can't say I've really had that much experience with them. How would you like to learn? Huh. I Why mean, not? I, I don't want. You know, I was worried that you know you said you were, didn't have much to do really. I figured if we taught you how to. Do That's <laughs> what we painted. <laughs> Haunting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sad cloud. I was thinking um, you could take a shift on the radio then. You said shift, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Yes. Let's go. Considering how much they spent on these radios. <laughs> that we bought for them, you mean? Well, Edward bought. Mm. I know, it was very generous of him. Edward. Uh, what's your intelligence? Uh, ten. Roll a d100 and tell me what you get. 100! 90. 
really. Yeah. So maybe not. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, you, you don't really pick anything up tonight. You. you can't really focus on it. No, not really one. You don't know, turn it on, turn it off. Just got it. Well, oh, maybe okay. we can try it in the morning when you're a bit more awake. Yes, maybe. Oh, well, I think it's probably worth it an early night though. Fair enough, I'll see you in the morning. And you. Don't read the plot. <laughs> can't dream, can't read the plot. Can't do anything in this place. Carl, RJ, you're alone in Carl's tent. Um, so you. My last few nerves, bow bounds. Dude, I wanted to talk about the radios. Oh, that's good too. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, that could have been awkward. I'm glad we got that figured out. I was like, um, you know. Have you been hearing this sort of weird sound on the radio? Tekalili, tekalili. Yeah, something like that. Um, because yeah. I heard it. Yeah. And then it went right up in pitch. And the next thing I know, I'm eating snow. So you... <clears throat> Crush it between his two toes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what the fuck? Extra cheesy. Jack for Richard. <laughs> Nobody can... listening to this has a clue what the fuck is going on now. Right? It's for the best. And we'll, we'll leave it that way. <laughs> Sorry, everyone at home. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not telling you. Um. There's definitely something strange going on. I, I, I look at you. I um I, I lean in as close as I can, and I say, I, I'm worried we might be going mad. There's no way that some of the stuff that's happened to us can happen. It's impossible. I've been. Oh, okay. I hold that thought. Um, from me. I take you to the tent where um stocks. The most thing, thing is, yeah, it's dark I, inside. I look I'm going in there. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, no, I've if, seen if, both if, of the <laughs> thing movies. I'm not fucking going in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I'm in, the the more, in the morning. I'll show you. You could what. turn a lantern on. No, it's okay. <laughs> Sorry, I've got this lamp. <laughs> Fuck won't, you and your lamp. Won't go out. <laughs> Wait, you really pull that out of your pocket? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> no, remember I held it into the Pacific. <laughs> yeah, you tried. And we'll keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the morning, I'll show you what um, we found underneath one of those mounds. It, it's it's literally like some sort of weird starfish that's still alive. Still alive. Yeah, it it was it was like the texture of skin in, in these conditions, and we dug it up under a mountain of ice. So no, he, it must be like a like one of the Arctic bears or something. They they can not this far No, but like like a maybe like a new species or something. I tell you, man, whatever it is, it's weird. I I I'm liking this less and less. This whole expedition. And then Lexington was talking to someone in German. 
Don't know about that one. Wait, what? Lexington was talking to someone in German and they were replying in German on the radio. I don't know who though. Who'd be in range to. Well, I assume they were talking to um, Basecamp. But I don't know how to operate a radio well enough to check. Um, can I. Oh, hang on. It just broadcasts, doesn't it? There's no. There was someone who was German on in that, that, I remember. I can't remember who. But there was a German. I remember there being a German. Where, where was there a German in uh, her camp? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I speak to you. I'm still speaking to you. Yeah. Well, but well, I'm well, not. Well, Maybe we should tell Starkweather. The only reason she'd have to speak in something other than English would be to hide something from us. <laughs> Oh, really, I speak in Swedish to Melbourne General. But, but they don't speak English. Yes, they do. They don't speak English well. <laughs> yes, they do. No, I say I say they don't speak English to him. <laughs> oh, I'm a racist. Well, I don't know how to, how these radios work, so. Mm. Okay, I guess. Well, and, and the amount you, the amount of prep you'd need to have another expedition along with this. Well, well no, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that she's snuck another expedition along. I'm saying that <laughs> just in her back pocket. The reason she's radioing base in German is. Um, Who do we know speaks German? Don't well, there's probably someone German in her camp. Is the thing mm. that is that she doesn't want us to know. Like, that. She knew she she knew you were listening and didn't want you to overhear. Starkweather's such a boy, he's such a bastard. Ah, oh, German ran down the phone about Starkweather. Oh, I don't know this. Ein Führer. Ein, <laughs> ein Reich. <laughs> I don't know how that saying goes. Don't look at me. <laughs> so, <laughs> this conversation's going to be a bit awkward now. Um, Do you want to look at the radio? Uh, I want to finish talking to Carl first, but we'll we'll go and look at the radio in a minute. So, yeah, um, I haven't looked at my lantern since um, crazy dream. Yeah, since the crazy dream. Um, it's in your bag somewhere. No, on the Amazon Queen. Yeah. Well, no, in your tent now. Yeah. Okay. I um. I had another weird dream. What did you see? Um, there were these two guys. <clears throat> and and a big set of stairs going up and down and they said that that they knew I was dreaming and that they could light my lamp you don't know about my lamp no I don't this is why I'm arching an eyebrow I like what lamp um you know Maybe this isn't the time. Maybe I'm going crazy. I'll talk to you in the morning. I think I need to sleep on this. All right. RJ goes to bed. Oh. We wanted to check the radio first. Yes. Will your radio operate? Because mine's 25. Um, 25. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. You were hoping you might be able to see the frequency she had it Sorry. tuned to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's set to base camp. Right. The frequency you're using to talk to base camp. Can we check if it's been changed? I know it's just only dial. It's a dial. Yeah. yeah. If she had changed it, she changed it back, or she could have just been talking to base camp, like you thought. Yeah. You could call base camp. Anyone there speak German? 
as Louis is showing you the radio and attempting to teach you, it goes off. It's Arthur's voice. Screeches at you. Do I hear him? Oh, yeah, 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 he's talking. Um, I didn't radio them. But I, reply, I reply in French, I'm sorry, I do not speak um, German. If this, uh, okay, I, I wasn't going to radio them, but I suppose um, I suppose I will. For, I, I just radio base camp to, to check in to make sure everything's okay, so the radio squeaks at you. Yeah, he just said, and someone in French speaks back at you. They're talking in fucking French. <laughs> I reply in Swedish. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Someone speaks in, you think it's a Scandinavian language. Louis is like... I don't know what that was. I bang Louis. I, I bang the uh, the microphone thing on the table a few times. Louis takes the microphone off you. <laughs> base camp, base camp. Is everything okay? Over. This is Louis. Yeah, tell me it was talking in French. Sorry, oh. I've been teaching him how to use the radio. What a <laughs> <laughs> over. So that didn't come in. Um, what's up? Oh, nothing. Um, have you received a transmission from us in the last? Oh. Half hour or so. We're just checking our radio. Um, I wasn't in here. I was with Tenant Wright. No, yeah, no. Me and Tenant Wright have been here for the last couple of hours. Not picked anything up. Weird background radiation. We had a chat with the Gabrielle. What happened to all of Lexington's radios? Um, <laughs> we smashed them. <laughs> they've got one of them set up in their end of the camp, but most of them are in here. They've got like trail radios so when they go out. Um, okay, guys, there must have been some confusion. Thanks. I'm, I'm sure it's fine. Have a good okay. evening. Looks at you. What was that about? No idea. We're having adventures without you. <laughs> We're having a lovely time here. It's great. Mandalay sends his love. <laughs> why, why does it matter German? Who is, who? I never said that. You don't know that happened. <laughs> That's what you said yeah. while I was taking down the microphone. Yeah, and then I said I wasn't doing that, but Only you ignored after... me. Yes, because you did it. I'm not letting you wreck on it afterwards because he was sat at the other end. <laughs> you weren't expecting anyone to pick up on Okay, okay, but I didn't say that and I'm not going to act upon any knowledge gained from it. Fair enough. Louis He's like, in denial about many things. Louis just shrugs. Lord knows what that was about. Anyway, I'm going to go to bed. Um, this switch... Mm-hmm. That sets the night alarm. So that if a message comes through, it will ring the bells and wake them up. It blows up. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's when you <laughs> cross these beep, wires. Beep, beep, <laughs> Admittedly, it's a shit feature. Right, so, and if anyone does call and join Alpha, remind me again how he replies. You pick this thing up. Yep. You push this button. Okay. You speak into here. Don't worry about any of the dials. Let, you don't touch anything else. Okay. Push button, speak, let go. They speak, push button, speak. Okay. Good to know. Sleep well, Louis. You too. Have a nice night. He goes to bed. You going to bed? Oh. You going to bed? I'll look around the room. Bored, go, see if there's anything Go outside, here, stare and then, yeah, at the stars. Go back to bed after that. What stars? <laughs> it's eternal daylight outside. See the stars? Bits of them. Maybe Venus occasionally? Eternal daylight Cube outside. planet joke. What about Uranus? <sighs> Only yours. Is Uranus visible in daylight? No. You just look that up. 
I don't think it is. It's too far away. No, I was making an anus joke. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just... I'm <laughs> <laughs> talking astronomy. I, I think we all just need to stop now before this gets any worse for anyway, all parties involved. next involved. morning, everybody name? gets 22, up. 68. Mandalay, what are you doing this morning? Professor Moore uh, sees you at breakfast. He's okay. very happy to see you. Um, he is going to be excavating one of the mounds today. Okay. But he wonders whether you would take over the... Excavation of the main camp, starting with the tents. Do you see it's funny because it uh, sounds what like your is anus. required? Um, well, take yes. um, the camp with you Eurectum. and start excavating essentially. Um, very carefully, you've got to. <laughs> We're going to excavate you. Where is it? Start the mining. Here we go. He'd like you to start excavating these tents out here. Mm-hmm. Um, they are... Don't number them for you. He mostly wants you to excavate them to find out, um, you know, what was in there, what, what's underneath, what's been buried in the snow, what's still standing. Is anyone keeping an eye on the specimen, or are they just like... Unguarded in a big tent. Unguarded in a big tent. Okay. <coughs> who would break in there to steal them, Karen? <laughs> it's, not like they, it's not like they need guarding or anything. <laughs> what are they going to do? Get up and walk out on their own? Start stealing your brains? Here we go. Haven't you Ten, seen the that episode on? of Star Trek? He doesn't Android. mind which one you do first. <laughs> okay. Take and a team. They, they'll know I, how I to excavate it, but he wants you there to be looking and thinking and seeing. Very well, I will well. do that. Uh, we're going to go look at the thing. In we're going to go look at the thing. I'm back to you in a minute. You're going to go look at the thing. What are you doing this morning? I mean, we have duties. Uh, obviously, going to have breakfast and yeah. uh, mess. There's only about eight people here at the moment. Everyone else is flying out to the bait. There's like 30 people at their camp. Mm. About eight people <laughs> left behind here. Is uh, James around? <laughs> uh, no, James nice. is not back. <laughs> He's taken uh, Gunnar out with him and he's gone penguin hunting. Oh, quite a long hunt. Yeah, he's not due back. He's a fucking psycho. What do you expect? <laughs> and you're I there to greet him when he gets trophy. back. Of course he's going to spend He's gone away. inland and then swung back down to the ice shelf. So he's penguin hunting along the shore of the Ross Sea. And has plunged off an inland ice cliff. And well, is dead in a Serac field. As designated person in charge, I feel it's my duty to go uh, ask everyone... Um, what they're up to. Make sure things are running smoothly. Do you have a clipboard? <laughs> I make a note to get a clipboard later. <laughs> I write that down on this sheet of cardboard. Okay. Uh, Nils is mostly staying inside. His wrist is all bandaged and splinted up and plastered. Never mind, old boy. Some alone time. Oh, sorry. That was that wrist. Was <laughs> oh, well. You'll just have to improvise. Oh, Edward's here. Excellent. Yeah. Improvisation dad. <laughs> Uh, Nils is just Wait, generally such a harsh Nils word. and a couple of the um, struggle, struggle. guys who look after the camp and the supplies side. are doing an inventory of you know everything, checking stuff, making sure that nothing's frozen, that shouldn't have frozen, etc. That's mostly it. The, the people here are generally the guys. All the scientists are gone. Science. Uh, Gunnar's not here. Um, Louis is here. Pretty much Louis. And sorry, um, <laughs> Olav, one of the dog men are here. <laughs> dog men, Christ! <laughs> <That's about it. laughs> and David, 
Or like, David, are you supposed to like he's the like, dog man. He's like the chief. No, he's the calm. He's, he's like the chief guy who built the camp and is generally mm. security, making sure everything's secure and looked after. David, one of your. Uh, he's just like general foreman of the workmen. Where's the other? Sorry, where's where's the other? Um, Sorensen. Yeah. With Starkweather. Oh, okay. He broke Nil's wrist, so he took the other point. <laughs> <laughs> where's, where's he's, he's penguin hunting. Oh, he's gone off penguin yeah. hunting with. Okay. With Gunnar, and left Nils behind. Because <sighs> Nils broke his wrist. Um, last night, Louis said that uh, the Lexington crew had left a few of their own radios and they weren't all in. I'm going to go see uh, which tent they're in, have a look at those radios. For yeah. some reason. Yeah, yeah. To do. You wander yeah. around, you find um, Lexington people wandering around, they're quite happy to chat. Her spare pilot is here. Um, you're going to make me look up their names, or do you not care? <laughs> no, don't care. <laughs> um, is anyone interesting? Their there. radio, you see, it's one of the ones which uh, it doesn't have, it's not connected to any power, it's just no. not needed. It's in its great uh, in pieces. Fair enough, I'll look. I'll send how everything's going. And not bad, Miss Lexington is planning some flights along the Miskatonic Mountains. She's going to go up in the plane. Um, when does she plan to do that? A couple of days from now, Can I she think. Can she get a um, Did we decide this? William's coming back with the bell to pick up some photographic equipment. And then they're flying out to join him at Lake's camp. She'll be here this evening. And then she's going out tomorrow, I think. Ah, Did, they, didn't uh, we figure out the peaks of the mountains were above the uh, plane's yeah. flight ceiling? She's why she's flying along them, not over them. No, oh, she gave the impression she was going. No, so she, she, she's going to do the tips. Survey lot. She's going to look for the passes so right. they can plan which one to use okay. to fly over the mountains. Well, uh, do you want me to send a message? You'd like to join her? There's only so yeah, much space maybe. in the bell. Yes, uh, send a message. Sounds like a exciting adventure. Send a message, Miss Lexington. Get rid of them. They'll never find the body. We're so. She'd be glad for you to join her. Excellent. And her crew. You get to know the other side of uh, our party. Huh. What, you mean how to do the real work? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's simple. You tell Manly to do it. You mean how to <laughs> survive without butlers? <laughs> what, what do you mean when you say most of the people don't have butlers? Can't spell a butler without but. Or in fact, lure. Well, yes. Oh, <laughs> RJ, you go to see... We go to see the the Harbinger We want to see the thing. It looks like this. Are we, are we not supposed <laughs> to see the name? You know what it is. Yeah, you know what it is. Just don't read it out loud. It looks like that. What's that AF? It looks damaged at the top. Right. Like the stalk is separated. So you've got the star-shaped bit and then you've got the bulbous bit. Right. But they're, not, they're, they're separated. They've been put in the can attached to each other. But yeah... It's like a, like a big egg. Some ridged, yeah, bowel-shaped like object with thin horizontal arms radiating spoke-like from a central ring. Vertical knobs or bulbs projecting from the head and base of the bowel. Each of these strange knobs was the hub system of five long, flat, triangular arms arranged around it like a starfish. Is it the sort That's of thing you'd said. expect to find as certain <laughs> subgenres of manga? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, make me sanity roll. You, you know exactly what we're talking about. Sanity check. It's just a big dead octopus. Yeah, but it's not a desiccated <laughs> frozen Hulk. It's 
Um, oh, uh, no. oh no, just <clears throat> holy crap! What did you get? I'm, Sixty-five I make out it. of sixty-five. That's a failure. No, it's not. It's even. It's even. It's pop. Yeah, but there's modifiers because it's even. You know shit. Yes, I don't know anything. My mythos is zero. Yeah, but you know that these <laughs> things are. His weird. game. He's allowed to <laughs> fuck with your rolls as he chooses. It's, it's a shame that modifier happened to just be minus one. <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence! <laughs> If you start eating this thing, I'm leaving you to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> could start eating you. Yeah, that is not an acceptable number. It's what I just rolled. Roll a lower one. <laughs> what, what, what was the number? Six. Oh. What, what am I doing? Six. Roll a D100 and you lose another six sanity. Oh my god. Oh. I don't think I can keep You've already this. seen this, haven't you? Yeah. No, not the full not, thing. Not in, not in daylight. Oh, and right. he made a specific um, statement of not looking at... 88. Indie. So, go on. Off you go. <gasps> no, no. Just roll a one. Just one D10. Well, they were you both 800s. Oh, <laughs> right. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this can't be good. <laughs> it's an eight or an eight. Funny, that. Oh, I, I was fine, by the way. <laughs> I no one asked. your face off. <laughs> And wear your ballsack. Yeah. Oh. Mm. How? I don't know where I'm going with this. Carl, you are overcome with the urge to run. Run as far away from this thing as possible. <laughs> run towards <laughs> the mountains, which will be safe. So I'm, I'm standing here next to him. I'm looking at it going, so, so what actually happens in real time then is I say, grab I, it. I say, it looks like a big starfish. And he goes, Ah! Oh, flees <laughs> like a bullet. Yes. <laughs> so scream. what do you make? Oh! Doesn't scream. He just runs back outside. Out of interest. In all the snow and stuff in the Antarctic, if someone's trying to run as fast as possible, how fast are they actually going? It's still going pretty, pretty slow. slow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, Unless they're wearing snowshoes. This so, so this is going to be quite amusing to see for everyone else. Carl is floundering across the camp towards the mountain in the general southerly direction. Should I grab you, Flatter? we got to get out now! No, no, Let he's run. No, well, I mean, if he's running away in fear, he might conceivably be screaming. He might be screaming. Are you, are you screaming? Sure, why not? <laughs> Mandolin, make it listen to you. <laughs> what are you doing, uh, I, I do here. I take mean? a big handful of elder thing and just stuff it in my face. Just <laughs> <laughs> mm, like sushi. Um, <laughs> well, all right, all right. I come in here with him and I, I see it, and it, it, it's kind of a bit creepy. But he runs from it like his life absolutely depends on it. And at the top of his lungs. He's taught me polar survival. <laughs> so I'm gonna fucking follow him. He's, he's, you manly turn and run. I'm gonna run after you. You, you, see, also you, you scream. hear someone screaming, and as the camp, it, turns it, it's away, more of a short scream followed by. You see Carl <laughs> running, followed by RJ. Yeah, running as best they can across the ice. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm shouting after you. I guess you I run after them. Mandalay runs after you too. Everyone in the camp is running after you. Occasionally, like you to Professor Moore, follow Mandalay. Carl, Carl, what's wrong? Carl, stop! Roll me your run, all of you. We don't have run. 
It's yeah. not a skill. Oh, your dex- what's your dexterity? Oh, Christ. 16. Roll a d100. Yeah, I roll 14. I'm fine. Roll um, d100. 42. I'm My dex is fine. 10. Yeah, roll a d100. I probably catch up. 95. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. You trip over your own snowshoes and go... Oh, my God. Mandalay one's bad. God. No, no, no. I, I stop when I get to it. I'm like, what's going on? Oh, okay. Who, who have you stopped at? I'm, you. Yeah. I'm face down in the snow. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ah, the professor and Acacia stop by. <laughs> Why are we stop running? Stop him. He's, I don't know. He's running. <laughs> okay. Does anyone else have the Benny Hill music running through their head right now? You he saw, that. He <laughs> saw <laughs> the thing in the tent <laughs> and he just <laughs> ran. He's been spending too much time in the sun. Um, uh, I don't know if you've got the image of going out. Okay, <laughs> roll your dexterity. <laughs> roll it <laughs> <even laughs> again. Everyone roll it even 100. Oh my god. Can I stop rolling? It's just getting bad for me. You're like yeah, snow yeah. runner. No problems for you, Miss Mandley. Uh, snow runner. Uh, uh, 24. 64. Although my dex is still 10. You, you start going again, but you've fallen behind. Um, no, that's okay. I'll let the chart on you. Um, Madeline, you catch up with Carl. Mm-hmm. He slowed down a little bit. But he's, he's just running mindlessly. What are you doing? You're probably exhausted. He doesn't answer. <laughs> he's just running. He's slowing down a bit, but running still it, trying running to run. Oh, stop running. Yeah. I, I tackle him to the ground. Roll your brawling. Shoot him. Um, <laughs> I kneecap him from ten yards. Can I roll my martial you. arts? Yep. <laughs> you have martial arts? Yeah. Oh. That's why we think he's a fucking ninja. <laughs> yes, he's... 15. I'm good. Yeah. That's why we spread the rumour that he's a ninja. Yeah. You see Mandalay just sort of like grab one of Carl's arms and like tosses him. And he lands in a... <laughs> and he hits a very deep snowbank that Mr. Mandalay <laughs> clearly aimed him at. Just the legs sticking up. Uh, uh, he just That's goes shunk. Yeah, you, you, you're lying face down, <laughs> buried in snow. <laughs> you don't know how you got here. I started eating it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be the thing. Professor Moore, occasionally so, suddenly catch up with you. you bite in something a bit slimy and chewy. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Are oh, we... I, found, I found the bodies, guys. <laughs> Why are we running? <sighs> they help you out of the snow drift. You're covered in snow. It's starting to get cold. Roll your pile of survival. Are you okay? Bye. Well, you know you need to get inside. You must get inside or else you will come down with me. Yeah. You've got to get him inside. He's cold. All right. Professor's like... Um, thank you, Mr. Mandalay, for your expert you participating in this drill, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a test of the panic response system. <laughs> You've all performed admirably. <laughs> well, no, no, There'll like be bonuses you. in your wage packets. I, You'll I have like... to authorise that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Moore authorises it for himself. <laughs> Uh, I I I, oh. I concern myself with getting him back into a, <laughs> the warmth. Um, thank you, Mr. Manley. Why don't you pretend to work? Um, uh, <laughs> thank you for that brief interlude. I'm not sure what that was all about. Uh, well, um, <laughs> I'll just skip over my morning run, I suppose. Um, I mean, <laughs> it has been known for people to go slightly cuckoo from the snow. I just wasn't expecting it to be Carl. 
It's all fine. <laughs> this was all planned. Well, I think it's been very strange since he ate all that snow last night. Maybe he's working too hard. He, he, he stays the, inside the rest he of the day. He has the snow freeze. <laughs> <laughs> I'd suggest he stays inside until we return home. In <laughs> fact, no, no, no. I think I'm just going to stay in RJ's plane. Yeah, no, no, Dr. Gleam will come and have a look at you as well to make sure you don't come down. With oh, yeah, he's here now, isn't he? Oh, yeah, that quack. <laughs> <laughs> That's only Octa. He, he has you owner of the biggest leech farm in Europe. He has you strip down everything and then bundles you up in blankets to warm you up slowly. Like, you know, one blanket and then another blanket. He does it over like Yes, half thank an hour. you, Doctor. I taught you how to do this. Yeah, and you always know if it's the day to look after yourself. Have like, yeah, we did dig you out of a snowdrift, <laughs> you know. Admittedly, Mr. Mandalay did Science. toss you like 40 yards into a snowdrift. It was pretty Such cool. Such things should not be spoken of. Hey, Mr. Mandalay, which tent are you taking your team to first? Okay, so first, who are my team for a start? Your team is... Where's my little list of names? Um, where is my list of names? We still good on the thing? Hmm? You still good on the thing? Yeah. Cool. Your team are... Oh. You have uh, Dr. Griffith, mm-hmm. the geologist, mm-hmm. his assistant, Mr. Porter. Mm-hmm. You have Thomas Lopez, one of the general workers. <laughs> and you have uh, <laughs> Dr. Mayer, the archaeologist, for aiding you. Right then. I think we'll start on number five. Number five. <coughs> you check your notes. This is Watkins and Boudre's tent. According to the plans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watkins and Boudre. It made me a spot hidden chat. Seven. <laughs> you do some digging around, mm-hmm. excavating, listening to the scientists, taking their opinions as they start to, uh, you know, brush mm-hmm. back the surface snow to get to the. It looks like this thing um, was crushed from the outside. Hmm. But it looks like it's collapsed in the wind. Okay. The wind has just brought the tent down. It's then been buried. There is some evidence of what they think is digging. As if someone was shoveling Hmm. at the ground surrounding the tent at some point. They think they probably were... There was probably a... Like with our tents, there was a wall of ice they built up facing the wind. Hmm. So that's probably the shovel marks. But there's no sign of that wall. It was a wall of ice. Which is weird. Um, and once you, you get the outer ice off, you get down to the canvas of the tent, you have to get inside the tent eventually. It takes about an hour and a half to do this. Different okay. um, you are able to see the beds are all made up, everything is clean. Okay. There are no personal items in here, it just looks like they left. Whatever happened on the night of the disaster, they weren't in this tent. It's just an empty tent. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was an anticlimax. Uh, first tent there. Well, let's move <laughs> on to the next. There's five more in which to find horrors. Which tent, Mr. Mandalay? Uh, Dr. Meyer? To dice with sanity's door. Uh, let's do all of these inner ones first. Six. Six. Okay, this is Daniels and Orendorf. Mm-hmm. Okay, make me a... Why do you have loads of plasters on your I have armpit? Steel. Hmm? Counter sheet. The sticky needles in your side at the end. Someone's got like some fucking mm. dope. Yeah. Maybe a martial artist roll. 
Yes. No, okay. Because okay. you have knowledge of how people walk and how people move. So you can. No, I found it, that. It doesn't tell you that. Yes, it does. Okay, looking at this tent, it's been crushed by heavy snowfall. <coughs> mm hmm. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, this, to this tent has been deliberately covered. Someone has dug up snow nearby with their shovel. There's still the marks from the ice. Mm. And then, literally, they buried this tent mm -hmm. on purpose. Hmm. And then <laughs> they're, they're cutting okay. away the ice, excavating it to get inside. And it takes about two hours to get this on because it's been so buried. Yeah. Um, it's ready for you to go inside. Okay. Inside, the tent seems to have been spattered by dark splashes and spots. As if something had been, you know, shaken around whilst leaking. Hmm. Like a limb. What else? It looks like, um... There were various, uh... The guy ropes and the tent rolls have all been cut. To collapse the tent. And it looks like the poles, these are like that thick, proper poles. They've been sliced. You'd expect them to, like, slice cleanly, mm -hmm. perfectly. Hmm. That's not possible. You'd expect them to snap and be all like splintered. <clears throat> not, not perfect slices. Possible. It's just not the sort. You, you know what's in the exhibition, exhibition equipment. Nothing that would slice that cleanly through something this thick. Hmm. A spot hidden wrong. You don't make it. <laughs> I make it. Yeah. Uh, in one corner there are various personal effects in here like the other tent was cleared like they'd collected up everyone's personal stuff this tent's just been looked in collapsed and then buried mm -hmm. and um, there are a wallet there's a leather wallet that belongs to Orendorf because uh, we've got a picture of um, him and his wife in it you recognise them from the newspapers mm. There is a pile of stained clothing in one corner. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's been ripped. Yeah. Like like someone's torn it off. Stained how? Blood. This this tent is spattered with blood, human blood. Mm. It's like someone picked up a bleeding human and shook them. Correct. Someone probably did pick up a bleeding human. Interesting. No wonder you ran from him. <laughs> Let's. Take a break. We've been at this for a while. Yes. Um, talk to Margaret. It's just, I mean, we knew they died, but a terrible, you know, a windstorm doesn't do this to people. You, you know, your tents get blown away, you freeze to death in the snow. But this, we, we need to tell Professor more. Well, perhaps we should gather more information <coughs> before we make a report. Okay, let's let's stop for lunch and then look at the next one. Yes. Okay, you all go back outside into the snow. Um, meanwhile, inside uh, the infirmary first aid tent, Carl, you're feeling much better. You've stopped shaking at last. You're no longer. You're not going to come down. I'm not going to die of hypothermia. You're not going to come down with the hypothermias. I'm hovering around because he's my buddy and I want to make sure he's okay. You're hovering around. Yeah. What are you two doing? <laughs> make sure I don't do another runner. <laughs> you are. Oh, is. <laughs> Doctor Green has bugged yeah, off back to the dissection tent. You wanna? 
Do you want to tell me what, what that was all about? I have no idea. Do you... You you ran, you saw the thing and you ran. You screamed yeah, and you ran. It, it, it was literally the only thing I could think of. Uh, it it was really weird. It's just it's just a big blobby thing. I don't look like some sort of seed pod, spore pod. Yeah, or like a like a jellyfish or something to me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It it was really weird. I saw it and just knew I had to get away from it as fast as possible and going south seemed safe. <laughs> okay, well, um, you you wanted to show me something about them, but you you, you ran away. Well, did, did you look at it and touch it and stuff? I, look, I looked at it for about a millisecond, <laughs> then you ran away. Well, go have another look at it. it it's... What? Sorry, um, I don't. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I don't blame you. <laughs> it's oh, well, okay, yeah, it's weird, but um, I don't know. Man, man, this this entire thing is weird. Yeah. Uncomfortably so. What yeah. are you doing? Today okay. probably isn't the time to talk to you about my lamp. Um, <laughs> I'm saving him some sanity points. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, you're gonna go back to your tent. Thank your you. Lamp. <laughs> um. No, well, I guess I, I feel like I should check on it because it lit up in my dream and I want to make sure that it isn't lit up here because that'd be really weird. You have a genie. Okay, so you're leaving Carl and going back to your tent? <coughs> yeah, I just... Or the Amazon queen. I want to just pop into my tent. Well, that's where my pack is and it's in my pack. Okay, meanwhile, back at base camp, a make me a listen check. Listen check. Nope. <laughs> oh, you don't hear that. Roll me tendy yeah, okay, um, yeah, what are you doing? Camp is quite quiet. Uh, you you think the bell's due in about an hour, maybe? Oh, I'll go check on Lucy if you can uh, run me through that radio thing again. Okay, yeah. Get you with the radio. Make me a roll. D100, tell what you get. 77. That's My it. dice really hate me today. That's also not enough. <laughs> Don't worry, I think Is this what you do? Flip. No! <laughs> 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 Oh wait, that's the BBC. Take a lily, take a lily. Fuck your lily. Make me a luck check. Uh, luck 45. I roll 65. Luck. <laughs> More brain hemorrhaging. You gonna die. <laughs> Thank you, Roger, for that observation. You hear In the, the haunting, the melodious background radiation. Death kills you slowly. Tick, 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 tick. Louis, like, this keeps coming through. It's really weird. <laughs> soothing, isn't it? <laughs> soothing? No! <laughs> it's weird. It's like, I don't know, we think it's something to do with being this so close to the magnetic pole. Twiddling the tuning rod. Oddly melodic for random noise. No, not really. Random noise is, well, it's random background pattern. The pattern repeats. He starts going through a lecture on radio waves, which I don't know anything about, but he clearly does. He's boring me to death. 
Go on, Ash. <laughs> not sure how much they knew about radio waves in the 1930s. Uh, fair amount. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. Had, they, they, they had a sign on. <laughs> My idea of history is bollocks. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of basic electromagnetism at that point. I know they definitely had business cards by now. <laughs> 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 Yeah. But you'd be wrong. That was an in joke. Anyone listening? You're not in. Yeah. Oh god, more notes. <clears throat> What's with all the notes? Yeah, well, he, you see, he just bought a new notepad. <laughs> I did just buy a new notepad. <laughs> <laughs> so he's feeling profligate with the paper. I'll actually give you some notes. <laughs> I don't want any notes. Yeah, no, we're good for notes. Thank you, DM. <laughs> it's cool. No, I should give Seriously, you... it's fine. I should give you some notes. Um, uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't want you to feel over. Roll a D100, Chow. Department. 27. Yeah. I swapped my D100 uh, dice. Fair enough. <laughs> for a for D20. now. Yeah. For now. Okay. Uh, the bell eventually lands. Oh. Gugli- uh, no, William, William uh, what's his face? Alex, uh, Lexington's pilot is ordering some equipment into the thing. Have you been watching Orphan Black? A what, sir? Have you been watching Orphan Black? I've never watched it. It. Mm. it. It's annoying, is what it is. It, it's oh. something that could be great, but is instead just good. Is it anime? Is it? Oh TV? no, it's um, like a TV thing. Did you um, did you watch Forward Unto Dawn, the Halo thing they made a little while ago? No. Was that the but nine I, I, I little short Halo live action TV thing? No, yeah, I didn't see that. Fucking awesome. Is it? Yeah. If you, you can get it all stitched together into one like sort of. Halo film. That yes, great. I saw I love that. It. It's so it was cool. Brilliant, wasn't it? Do you yeah. know what they announced yesterday, along with Xbox One? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, um, TV, uh, Halo TV series. Mm. I, I wish, I wish yeah. they, I wish they actually got um, what's it like, Steve Downs or something to be the mm. voice of the chief. Yeah, it's a bit lame they didn't, but you know. Okay. Oh, no, Ciao. I've, I've never you get on board the um, <laughs> bell. Good, I make sure I take obviously a few of my things, my pack up your general stuff, rifle, yeah, my other general stuff as well. Your blunderbuss is sadly still out with James. It's fine. I'm sure he's making good use of it. Make me a listen check. No, still. See if Louis makes this. Yes. Uh, Louis, oh, hang on. We've got a message coming in from James. He's taking the trail value with him. The message starts to come through from James Starkweather. We're dying out here. Starkweather to main base. Are you reading us? Tally-ho, James. Ah, uh, Edward. How goes the hunt? Successful. I've killed at least 15 of the blighters. Excellent. I'd love to chat, but I just have to grab a plane going over to uh, the main camp. Oh, that's a shame. You're going to miss the omelettes I'm going to make when I get back. Oh, oh it's it's cold out here. The eggs will keep till you join us. True. Okay, I'll bring them out to Lake's camp when I join you in a couple of days. Excellent. Safe trip. You Wait, too. aren't you meant to be in bed? Oh, uh, Dr. Green uh, left up not long after you did. Been in charge in the past few days. fucked off. <laughs> Wait, you're in charge? It's all been fine. Ah. It's all pretty easy. But um, I made an decision to get out of bed if I chose. Fair enough. 
Well, I'll save some yes. penguin eggs for you when I get to the camp. Excellent. Turns to his driver. Uh, Increase speed Hand him over now. to Louis, in case I need to... Yep. Do you have a stuff? I might head to the plane. Louis and Stark will have a long conversation. Okay, <laughs> here all listen and hear what they're saying as I'm what? going. over? <laughs> <laughs> no, you uh, think you're going to go get your stuff. You walk away from the radio. No, as I'm walking out, do I hear... They don't say anything until he's sure you're gone. <laughs> he, he watches you walk away. <laughs> he waits until you've definitely gone. In fact, I'm not going to call him until I know you're gone. <laughs> okay, you get on the bell and start heading out towards Lake's camp with one of Acacia Lexington's pilots. Meanwhile, back at camp, you, Mr. McCready, you enter your tent. Hello, Governor. Hello, Governor. What are you doing in your tent? Um, well, I... I don't know. After that weird dream that I had yesterday, and I didn't really have a chance because of Carl's snow eating, I want to check out the lamp snow to make sure eating. that it's it's still okay. I don't know. Uh, you take that it's out of your bag. It's kind of beautiful black. Um, it's been sat here in your tent, and the heating... You know, it, it's not cold. Mm. It should be cold. It's made of black metal in the Antarctic. And you've not really left it anywhere heated for a while. Mm. Um, and then as you're holding it, it goes whoop, green flame at the tip. Sound check. I'm not making a sanity check for that. That's what I, almost what I expected it to do. Okay, then I'll let you off for this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it lights itself as you're holding it. Oh, wow, if we can get away with it, we can get that excuse. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Why did you kick me in the nuts? <laughs> I didn't mean to. You moved. Well, I moved my feet. One of the two. It's calm yes, we're getting that, away from the sanity so check. Oh, I've had the sanity check. <laughs> Plums. You can have the sanity check as well, if you want. Oh. Oh, what are we doing? Your lamp has just lit itself. Okay. Um <laughs> I I just look at it. I, I I sit here and look at it for a little while. Plus twenty due to um having the due lamp to of, cheaters due to having the lamp of Alhazel. Oh, ninety-seven. Really? Yeah. Really? Actually, really, really. yeah. <laughs> really? Really, really. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as you're sat there, you're trying to concentrate on this thing. I'm just looking at it. Well, you're looking at it, and the flame is going taller and taller and taller, and it kind of fans outwards, which is pretty beautiful but creepy, and then. You get a vision of one of those things from the tent. It's moving around and it's sort of like flowing starfish-shaped head bits kind of like turn in your direction as if it's looking at you. And you can see behind it there's like raising terraces and there's lots of smaller ones. Yeah. They're like scuffling around and piping to each other. Are they babies or are they further away? Babies. Right. And so, then, so let me get this straight. If you pass your dream roll, you go into a dream. If I fail, I go into a, a different no. room. Okay. If you pass okay. it, you get a good thing. If you fail it, something bad happens. I, I think context is important here. <laughs> uh, you and then and then the flame. It goes. It makes some sort of chattering noise <laughs> in your direction. But it's lots of tech sounds. It's weird, and then and then the flame collapses. 
Did the flame just go tekalili? It, no, it, it did a lot of text. Uh, <laughs> the vision he was having through the flame went tekalili. Uh, four. 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 You still take a bit of sanity because that was. No, I don't. You do. Still take a bit of sanity because I say. Taking one of these instead of one of these. What, I the rolled. Four? I rolled a four. Fine, I'll use one of these. <laughs> so you get a D four, which I'm is sorry, more likely to roll. You don't have visions of living elder things and their babies, and not take some. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Two. I'm not words. <laughs> uh, at least you had no risk of eating snow. Hey, out of everything, I think snow is probably the most innocuous thing to eat at this point. You didn't ask what color it was. <laughs> Brown. <laughs> um. I I Red. dropped the lamp, but um, that Outside was weird. But not like tent. not like the worst of things. So I stuff it. Explains it. a lot. I stuff it back into my bag, mm, and um, I go, <laughs> and I, I I I go, and I want to find Carl. Carl is still in the first aid tent. But Mr. Mandalay first, Mr. Mandalay. Hello. You've had a break, uh, Casey Lexington, and uh, the stars are right. <laughs> one of her comes over, Tony Hopwell. And they offer, say they can help, if you'd like. Ah, oh, good, yes, that would be helpful. We're seeing some Speeding quite up. unusual things, and it would be good to get some perspectives on oh, them. What are we doing next? Um, well, <laughs> perhaps you'd better have a look at what we've seen so far. Yes, they have a look around. Um, They're a bit disturbed by mm. tent number six. In case it looks to you, like... <laughs> Fucking pod six. This is human blood, right? Yes, well, as far as we can tell. What? Roll your Dexter. What was that in here? Let's pronounce Dexter. This is. Uh, this is. My bad. Pronounce I mean, thing. maybe the. You mean Maybe it's true. Maybe yeah, Deadly sure. did go crazy and kill everyone. It's certainly very unusual. Um, but I think we should proceed. Yes. Says the master of understatement. Well, fair enough. Lead on, Mr. Mandalay. Where are we digging next? He's learned it to do with me, I think. Mm. Oh, there are many skills we have to learn to do. That, that, is, that is basically my character. <laughs> Dealing um, with Edward Tennant Wright III. <laughs> no understatement. Oh, fair enough. Um, um, what are you doing next? Which tent? Uh, uh, carrying on with the uh, seven, I believe. Hey, you remove the battle. ice from around this tent and mm-hmm. the snow. There is no tent. The oh. tent is gone. Um, there was like the beds, loose clothing, snow gear piled in the ice wall, no buried tent. in the ice. But the tent canvas is just missing. Hmm. It's just gone. What was the snow piled up on? Just the stuff. It was just snow had fallen over winters. Right. And built up. That's what most of these most of these things are buried over uh, three years of yeah. snowfall. Right. It, it compacts down into ice. Yeah. Anything of interest apart from not the tent? No, there's, there's, you know, all the personal Clothes effects have been things. taken from this one as well. Okay. Or anything that wasn't here was, or was loose is probably blown away because there was no tent. <coughs> well, the tent got blown away or dragged off by some animal or something at some point. Mm. It's got dogs are the only animals this far south. Mm. I mean, uh, well, uh, the official story is. But there was a terrible storm and the wind destroyed the camp and they all froze to death. 
Well, anyway, let's carry on because uh, so there seems to be yeah. not much here. Well, what's next? Eight. Okay. Um, oh, that's not good. Oh, that's okay. Uh, oh, that's very not good. Okay. Um, oh dear. Hands up, everybody who's got the lamp of Lazarus. Make me a spot hidden check, Mr. Mandalay. Yours is fake. You bought it from that crackpot ant. Yes, I do spot. <laughs> Make me a watch. Your <laughs> go on, try. Um, <laughs> roll your plug. <laughs> yes. Dexterity. What's your dexterity? Sixteen. Sixteen on the chart. I roll a hundred. Oh. You're not fast enough to stop this. Um, <laughs> as they're chipping away the ice, you realise that this tent is intact. You could probably remove the outer layer of the ice. Yeah. And then don't um, re-erect it, and you'd be able to go inside, and nothing would be disturbed. But they're chiseling away with the ice, and they crack mm-hmm. the um, a tent pole, and, a and there's just blood a thump. The whole structure collapses. It must have been hollow inside because the ice is built up outside. Mm-hmm. If you'd been able to just get the ice off, you could have gone inside, and it'd been a lot easier. Mm. The tents are like fourteen feet long. Though. Yeah, they're huge, big, proper sleeping tents. Yeah, but yeah, it's just collapsed. So, um. Is it only collapsed halfway, or is it? No, no, no. The, the ice crumples because literally the only thing holding the ice covering up mm. was the tent. The tent right. was fine; oh, okay, it just been okay, buried. Okay. But because they disturbed the tent, it's just collapsed on top of everything. To be honest, it's probably best you didn't go in there and have three years of snowfall drop on top <laughs> of you. But yeah, he could have. When you, when swings and roundabouts. When you accidentally dislodge the tiniest peg. Ah. They do call him Mandalay the Peg Dislodger. If you now have they to. They certainly do. It's for another reason. Hammer through the ice, <laughs> no, take the whole no, men who canvas off, because <laughs> it's just collapsed on it, I think. Okay. Exposing everything. Um, Next time, send Tenorise in first. As you get our boss the and our canary. Um, ice <laughs> off, yeah, and the sunlight hits it. Canaries are so the whole fourteen-foot-long expanse that you just exposed. Yeah, you have like people at either ends who like pull the ice sheet blood off. Everywhere. Yeah. Is red and black with frozen blood. Oh, crap. gross! <laughs> Sanity check because that is that blood for blood that much everywhere. blood to cover the entire interior of this tent. Oh, good. Uh, you still take a little bit because that is. Oh, you take one there. Looks like someone was making. Acacia runs off and has a, yeah, m- lady moment. Uh, lady moment. Runs off and changes her tampon. <laughs> <laughs> no, she goes on that clothes. She's so oh, well, you, you reminded her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah! I wondered why I had toxic shock syndrome. Why do you do you have um first aid? Um. Do I have first aid? Yeah, no. I think you do. Well, I've got the default. Okay, I, I don't so think CPR will help in this situation. Um, <laughs> Dr. Mayer suggests we send him to Dr. Green. A lady moment. It's almost as good as the bucket friends. She is introducing herself to a bucket. Yeah. Okay, right. No, more like... <laughs> yeah, I'll, um, Richard! I'll go and sort that out. Yeah. Um, the doctor examines this. Yeah, this there, there's about ten or twelve. <laughs> yeah, it's blood, mate. Blood. I, don't, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> this is like blood. Uh, uh, this blood. is like a human body's blood. worth of blood. Well, one one person. 
that wouldn't cover the entire or many. side of a 14, At least. 14 feet tent. I don't know, Plus. there's a lot of blood in the yeah. bottom. Six pints? Six pints. Six pints of no, six there's two people's pints. worth. There. Eight pints. Six to eight pints yeah. of blood in human blood. He's estimating there's about eight to twelve here. So, so one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> the, doc- the doctor opens the well, body. There's usually I've another half. Can, so if it sure. was a big person, it'd be a bit more. <laughs> okay, and or, or it might have been one person and We can all agree at least one person died here. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's be charitable and say it's nine pints. If I had nine pints of milk, I could. You could make a lot of very Please. stupid YouTube. I videos. could splash that all over a floor, and it would pretty much cover it. He's right there. This. Yeah. I'd mind a demonstration. <laughs> yeah, we'll go to your house. Uh, to the to the empirical testing suite. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're going to have to pause the recording here to go to the empirical testing suite. Otherwise known as Chow's bedroom. We're back. Jesus. Mandalay's right. Yeah, that was a lot of milk. <laughs> you would not believe how much milk. Everywhere. So much milk. What's it? It's milk. Exactly. We're devastated. Well anyway. Nearly out of time. <laughs> Anyway, switching back to RJ and Carl. You go and find Carl in the first base tent. Hey. As you're going, you can see people off at the main camp. Oh, yeah, I guess I passed Dr. Green. You you passed Dr. Green on his way back to the dissection tent. He's looking very perturbed. Oh, I thought I'd have passed him on his way out because this happened after I... Oh, no, you were with your lamp for a while whilst oh, right. yeah, okay. Okay, fine. You no no I just want to make sure I'm not yeah. I, I want to get him alone basically. yeah no you will get him alone but, uh, on the way back you see Dr. Green on his way back and he's looking very disturbed he's got his goggles so off like suits and staff on. Carl uh, yes how are, you, how are you feeling how am I feeling am I feeling normal yeah. at this point Maybe a few hours more just to be on the safe I, side, but yeah. I, I fine. I You're having a nice go for a few hours bowl of porridge. You, uh, you know, you know, feel like taking a jog or uh, eating some snow or anything. No, I look, no, I look, no. I look quite worried. I, I'm good. Like, look, you. I, I think it's past. You will. Okay, just stop me if anything I say starts to alarm you. Okay. Okay. Um. I, you remember I mentioned I I showed you those pan pipes that I have. Yes. I I I've got something else that I didn't tell you about because I didn't I didn't want to worry you unduly. Like it, I'm, I'm not gonna like this, am I? Uh let go. Well, sometimes they show me things, and I'm I thought you know I thought it. I, don't I, know I hear thing. things, you see things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh okay. That, that thing in the tent, I saw them alive. Thousands of them, millions of them. <laughs> I think, Where? I don't know. It doesn't. It, it doesn't work like that. It's not like a a television been invented yet. No. Yes. No. It's not like a picture house. <laughs> <laughs> I want some experience like some for that. <laughs> that was that was role playing. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I was going to say it when you paused, and then you said it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, they had TV in the 1930s. We've got some dicks. Oh, good. Thank you. What did you do with some dicks? <laughs> um, so, so you're seeing these... I saw them. I saw them alive. I don't know if it's now or... Or the past, or that's a D twelve. 
Or a nightmare. Oh, oh, this goes through past and future now as well. I I don't know. It's not like a. You're just accepting all this, Carl. Well, uh, uh, right now, I just imagine I'm in so much shock, I can't really do much but accept it. It's quite obvious there is weird shit going on. Yeah. And then he's telling me this. So it's like, yeah, okay, why not? Everything else is going to hell. I think we need to proceed with extreme caution. I think we need to get on your plane and get back to the ship and sail away, personally. But That's... Maybe maybe when time presents it. Not a crazy idea. (laughs) Leave everyone else behind, and then I'm and, gonna pack up and leave. And maybe, <laughs> I I'm concerned what they're going to find if they follow whatever lakes left behind. Well, I, lakes lakes expedition didn't come to a good end, and I don't particularly want to end up like that either. Well, I don't know. Maybe um, maybe. Mandalay's team have found something else. Maybe they've found something that can reassure us. Well, let's go find out, I say. I, I pat you on the shoulder. I'm like, you you stay here. I'll I'll go. No, no, it's okay. I need the... You, feeling, you sure you're feeling up to it? If I stay in this place much too long, I'll be climbing at the walls and... Yeah. And uh, running off towards the mountains. Yeah. I laugh. To, it, it, I laugh it, to break the tension, but it's, <laughs> it doesn't work. It's a very awkward <laughs> laugh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Shall we go? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, on board the bell, you're having a nice time. Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. <laughs> yeah, pretty much you're seeing some Charlie tunes. <laughs> Passing hip last round. You're seeing rainbows. To the pilot. Rainbows are <laughs> Not to the pilot. <laughs> he refuses, but thank you for. Yeah, can you, can you drunk drive in 3D? <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> Quarter of the ground, maybe closer than it appears. <laughs> Let me just yeah, right they've, they've got that sticker on Ooh. a little window they put just between your feet <laughs> looking down. Um, Morning, I might closer than previously I need to just take something out of here. Uh, Permission to photocopy for personal use only. Denied. <laughs> Sorry, that's a bit extreme. Is that is the work of republishing Chaosium stuff. Yeah, most it's just of it's like a let's play. let's play Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think as long as we refrain from <laughs> reading the rule book vertically, we should be okay. Here's what you don't do, kids. Yeah, people can't really. I mean, they could try, but they wouldn't be very successful at running their own game off the back of this. Depends if they had schizophrenia. Sorry, I'm just looking for the Lexington bloody expedition I can't find it. That's that's the chapter. That's the Exodus from the Ice. For for it's worth. Is is anyone worth knowing? You say, but otherwise you say, yeah, Yeah. a few random people. William. What's his name? William. William something or other. He's really important. You need to know what his name is. Aha! Here we go. Here we go. Okay, uh, there's no chance. If it's a German name, I'm shooting him. William Klaus von Heidelberg. <laughs> right, here we go, here we go. Weddle and Bain. My name is William, my first name is Kaiser. 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 K
Albert Priestley and Chip Cooper, they're Lexington's film crew. They're having a gin with him on the plane. Yeah. Oh, I I, I, I love uh, hobnobbing with media types. Priestley, Cooper and Donovan, they're Lexington's film crew. (laughs) Plus uh, Kyle Williams, have chief pilot. (laughs) That's who. Might not write those names down. I'm going to get this list out because I need it now. I think it's worth just post copying a list of just exhibition crew in general for everyone. I've been saying that. No, this. no, but most of them were going to die pointlessly, so without us ever knowing their names. All of you are going to die when we fuck off back to the Gabrielle next week. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I, you know, ask, go team, um, go team fuck off. How the has been going? I have that adventure. It's in this folder. Yeah, I, I, I assume it would, it would be chances. in there. <laughs> hmm? Ask them how the filming's been going. What sort of good, things good. they've been doing? Well, we got some good recordings of a Miss Lexington at the South Pole, of the plane sailing, o- flying over the Ross Sea. Some really good film on the Tallahassee. It's a shame we didn't have uh, one of your uh, cameras when we uh, went up. What's the name of the mountain? Mount Lantern. Mount Lantern. <laughs> yes. When we yes, went up that little hillock. I'm uh, sure one of us would have come with you. Well, I'm sure uh, a bit more into the expedition. We can get uh, me and James maybe. A few shots. Well, well, we'll we'll be going over the mountains with you, all, so we'll get some filming yeah, over there. Excellent. How um, how's the uh, how are you finding the Antarctic adventure? It's definitely more adventuresome than I was expecting. The whole Lexington Stark weather rivalry thing now being forced to work together is going to be a brilliant story. Forced? I look forward to it immensely. Brilliant. We'll get some recordings of your feelings on it later. Actually, whilst we're here. I he gets a camera out, mm-hmm. does an interview with you about what you think of Lexington Stark weather in the Antarctic. A uh, uh, personality piece to establish who you are. Uh, I put, obviously, you know, the most heroic, you know, <laughs> sort oh, of view of me as I can. I don't even know if they have still have sound by now. Yeah, they have yeah, sound by yeah. now. It's yeah. the bit that everyone goes, oh, throw that on the DVD. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It's <laughs> him again. Dead at night is talking. Okay, we will end it there for this week. Well, this never shut. I hope everyone had fun. We're very uh, I'm not talking, but they love yes, seeing me. I had a nice bit of exercise. That's the thing. I only eye candy. Peter, end the recording. We will see you, you in two weeks. All you did was go crazy, no. and um, yes, now two we're weeks. going home. <laughs> yes, two weeks.